0: man the world's first and only movie show podcast baby the only show where we decide what's best for your life and you just have to sit there and take it can't argue with a pre-recorded podcast you losers Hi. my name is Andy with me as
1: always pre-recorded pansy Muller take on Mull, take on take on, take No, Man, Quit your pansy
0: singing. With us as well, pre-recorded ejaculation. Great. <laughs> uh,
2: I get that uh, aloe Kleenex out. <laughs> I don't know. I don't
0: know. <laughs> That's a bit more information than I was looking for. <laughs> and joining us today, sneaking his way back onto the podcast like the shifty German he is, john vision Das hast (laughs) du recht. Ich komme noch wieder.
1: Also, this episode brought to you by Hate Speech, the funniest kind of speech available in modern society. So, sponsor Hate Speech. Say it all the time. Uh, Tell people what you really think. uh, uh, Tell them what your heart tells you and uh, that way you can oppress them based on what you feel in your heart uh, and not anything that you've actually done. Uh, So, (laughs) Man, this passionately. Is like right this is like sun is. I know we got
3: we have beautiful sun, but you oh, know what that like means where nearby. I live. Motorcycles, <laughs> flipping motorcycles. They, What's a motorcycle? It's a two. <laughs> For our audience oh. who doesn't know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a, it's like a car but with two wheels. Anyway, the, there's like a there's there's a conspiracy going on. Anyway, there's it's it's like minus one degree today, and yet at. 8 a.m. this morning, the motorcyclists are out roaring past my house with their unbelievably loud exhaust pipes.
1: Oh, which I, oh I get it.
3: Yeah. Well, how
0: thin <laughs> That's are your really How thin
3: are your walls? I'm I'm right on Yale Road, so it's the mm. main road through town, and they just roar. There's this one woman who has this this sport bike, and she, just the faintest, tiniest little bit of sun comes out, and she's out there riding past <laughs> my house. In th- what I can only assume is first gear, 10,000 revs.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. She sounds pretty cool.
3: Not. Well, her this bike lady. doesn't. It's it- it's like the worst exhaust sound I've ever heard on any motor vehicle. And then, and then in the summer, it's so bad in the summer because it's hot. I want all my windows open. And then <laughs> they just go by one after the other, after the other, after the other. And I don't know if there's like a, like I thought motorcyclists uh, die, but. There must be a cycle because
1: one dies and another motorcyclist is born. It's, it's, it's kind of funny because the area that you live into is like where just all the homeless people are wandering around and just walking into the street all the mm-hmm. time. And these people are just, just like going by as fast as they can on their motorcycles. <laughs> <laughs> so the
3: not, homeless people, not, an area the you, homeless would people you know, maybe and... they'll shout once, but the <laughs> motorcyclists, they're the nuisance.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you live in like the slums or something? <laughs> like
3: homeless yeah, people?
0: Much. Much. I do, yeah. yeah walls.
1: Yeah. And- yeah. Oh, yeah. You <laughs> got, you know, we got, uh, you know the, the... We drove by it last night.
0: Bird. Oh my God! I was wondering why you were just slowly creeping past that one on the way to
1: Seven Eleven. Yeah. Maybe you have to patch all the bullet holes in your walls, and then you won't hear (laughs) all the motorcycles (laughs) so so much. (laughs) I was thinking, uh, you know, so in today's day, uh, where everyone is telecommuting. Uh, so the bo- telecommuting, yeah, like everyone's they're, they're you're doing from working a, from home. They're going to work on they're yeah. riding on a telephone. Or you're just work. working. are just working with people, clients, and stuff. That'd be better are, than they're, motorcycle. Yeah. they're over video, right? Like, and it's it's so the the old thing, boring like thing. They this, record
2: VHS of themselves, yeah, mail and then it then they send
1: them. it to you, and then you send them a reply. Oh, uh, in okay. Your VHS, and that's how you. <laughs> that's probably how business was done back then. That's, well, how that's,
3: how that's how dating was done. What video dating? That's totally right.
2: Yeah, Mad TV had an old skit about it. I remember, like, as a kid. Tim and Eric has a good skit on it. Yeah, it's. It was funny because that was a real thing. People record themselves on like a camcorder and mail the VHS. It was like a professional the, service. And then the dating reason. company would mail the VHS out to you. And right.
1: You. I'm sure they weren't just mailing individual. Like, well, em- no, every message. It was a matching service. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. It was like the dating profile. You're basically yeah. mailing them a VHS of your dating profile. So that's, I think where, that's where Long Walks
3: on the Beach came from. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So that's where uh, that's business. So basically, it was just dating for narcissists who felt they looked <laughs> good on video. Like, like, Dude, like, like lots true. of people who are just because you want to date someone, which is most people, doesn't mean you're good on a, on video or you sound Dude, good. That how different just is extreme, that from, like, online dating right now and your oh profile God. pictures and all that? What do you mean? Yeah, you never look like your profile picture, usually. Well, like, I look like my profile picture did. Well, No, but you're not, when you're not, I was not the one you're on the, the dentist. You're
2: not a, you're not a fat chick uh, who's got their cell phone, like, taped to their ceiling. And, <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, it's just w- the top down of their head. <laughs> yeah.
2: What it
1: always is, it's always the overexposed, like image so you can't see that like like so the wor- the worst thing to me is like you know so if a girl has some acne or something right and it's like okay that's not really a big deal like i know what acne is i've you know i've i've got a little bit of it but then you paint like this gunky sand over it so now you just have <laughs> weird gunky sand bumps all over your face and stuff and it's like Oh man, like I, I'm looking at like the moon here or something like that. Like there's just craters and it's just like, 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 like it wouldn't be the so girls that he's
0: interested would would be the size of the moon.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the girls being too fat after the pictures was never a problem for you know. <laughs> it's, it's always like I can't, you know, this is great. Um, so is the texture of their face. Yeah, that, no, but it's like, but it, it's like if somebody has acne or something and they just like and they don't cover it up, it's like oh well, like I'm familiar with that as a human. Right, yeah. like, like it's like, oh, I, I know still it. get zits, man. That's yeah, that's not really yeah. a problem. But it's like, but when you start putting stuff over it, you're like, I'm not familiar with those textures on my own skin. Like, I'm not familiar with white bumps mm-hmm. on my skin that are the shape of acne, but they look like a moon crater. Like that, that's off-putting. Like now, now I don't relate to you as a right. person.
2: Yeah, because you're like, not like me anymore. I feel like yeah. I'm, I'm, if I'm gonna kiss the person too, I'd rather instead of getting chemicals on me, I'd rather just get like <laughs> and stuff. Because like, at least that's like a natural substance, you know. It's, <laughs> better for your health. So yeah. all
0: you crater for people just
1: stay at home, just stop <laughs> putting yourself out there, just give up. Yeah. <laughs> no no point No, just you just don't need to put like like unless you can actually cover it up so it doesn't look like you have it. Just just like You ever see guys, guys that relax. do that?
2: Like guys that I saw a grown man uh, a couple times uh, at my work and he came in with like cover up on like, like makeup? Like makeup No and, never, yeah, I've never, it was I've like, never seen was it To up that his, I noticed His acne or something and It was so obvious That it's like You're actually Like making this worse More now, hate now, speech Now I want to I look At your face more Because of how weird it, Right how right It, it looks, draws right? attention yeah. to it
1: Because it I, I mean to me It's a marker of somebody Who just doesn't Accept themselves Right Like it's like If you accept yourself And you just put it out there Like it's like yeah, somebody it. It's like someone Trying to pretend They're not gay And it's like But dude It's cool man yeah, like you know, but if you have, I'm tr- okay with that. If you have, extreme- everyone loves you. <laughs> if you have Nobody extreme might. acne problems, it's
0: gonna bother them more than than mm. normal, right? Like than it would most people.
1: I don't know. I had pretty bad acne when I was in middle school. Like I didn't put any makeup on it except for all the musical. Yeah, but that was in,
0: in, that was in middle school. I'm talking about like an adult adult now who's yeah. still having like really bad acne. I got
1: acne. Yeah, you know, I don't know. Yeah, I guess I. I what are no, you posting pictures of your back on Tinder? Yeah. <laughs> <It's not> like- <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, sure. You know, yeah. you you can have it's a strong constellations. Back. Women want to see a man with a strong back. They don't. They don't want to break it when they're <laughs> when you're in bed. I mean, I, what? again, the
0: the the <laughs> women that you're interested would have to be worried about breaking bones.
1: <laughs> you don't want to have a. Yeah, you got to have a strong back here. <laughs> <laughs> Be be secure Anyways. about yourself. Be a man. If you're a woman, just be a real man, and then your life will get better. People will respect you more. You're not you're not tricking anybody.
2: So you were talking about telecommuting earlier.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I was I was just saying that the uh, the weather. It's like oh yeah, how's the weather or whatnot. Like that's like this boring segue thing. And now the segue with with modern technology is uh oh uh what well, how's the time zone going over there? <laughs> like you know because everybody's always and you don't know, you never know and. I actually said that genuinely in in a meeting one time I was like, oh, I guess that's the new I guess that's the new boring. How's the weather? Don't know how to communicate
2: with these well, people. Don't know them yet." If you know? could work from home too, I would think it's not even how's the weather. I've not been outside. It's uh, Do You have a good sleep like are you just, yeah, yeah. just lay in bed. Yeah. <laughs> like, you just lay in bed. I
1: right? have done meetings from bed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how's your pajamas. I do I've done meetings on the toilet. It's like if you just turn off your oh. video and uh, I had a meeting the other day actually. I woke up and uh, like So it was five minutes after I woke up, so obviously I'm on the toilet having, you know, just diarrhea for the first half hour of my day as usual. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and so I was just – so I, I was texting uh, – a client had to texted to me and I was just like, oh, yeah, like I can help, ex- help walk you guys through that. So I was just on the phone explaining to them some complicated thing. I don't know. I was just, te- I was telling them different ways they could dice up their customer segments. So they've got me on speaker phone and I'm talking to five or six like executives in the room, just being like, okay, this is how you guys do this exercise. But I'm, I'm like legitimately shitting at the exact same time that I'm talking. <laughs> like, like not even in between breaks. Like I, I got my butt clenched, pushing it out and I'm still just going on and talking at it. I was like, "Yeah, oh, man, this is really efficient. This is, this is a great use of my time. So yeah, I, I think that the the world's gotten a lot better.
3: <laughs>
1: awesome. What if they so, knew?
2: so moving on, guys. Um, <laughs> I've seen this really annoying trend online. I, I've been noticing it for a few years, but it's just been popping up so much in social media, like on Facebook, mostly. People sharing, in it it's not always Buzzfeed like studies. But it's always Buzz like studies? studies. Well, sorry, like studies—not studies, but like studies <laughs> that they're posting, where it's basically just cherry-picked information yeah. and um, things that basically make people who have crappy lives feel better about their their bad choices. Uh-huh. Like, I'm gonna read a series of uh, studies. You guys, tell me how legitimately these sound. <laughs> Mola, this first one applies to you. People who are regularly late are actually more uh, intelligent. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, that sounds
1: yeah. true. Yeah, I agree. I've always thought I was more intelligent because I, That's why I'm late all the time. I'm, yeah. I'm so much smarter than all these people. I don't need to be on time. It's true,
2: <laughs> right? And then the next one was getting drunk with your friends twice per week is good for your health. And I read this article, <laughs> yeah. and it was like it was like no, like getting like trashed drunk, but, but it's it's good for you uh, socially. It's healthy.
1: Uh, oh, so they're just making a social argument but forgetting anything Maybe else.
2: just go hang out with your friends, you know. Anyway. It's uh, like, you know. No,
1: the only way you can hang out with friends is getting drunk. Didn't you know that? Oh. Oh, okay. That I, noticed, I noticed there's no studies that say uh, trading away your happiness for financial success is actually good. You uh, yeah, know? that's Well, nice why? Song.
2: Because you're richer. Even yeah. though you've traded.
1: <laughs> like, it's like...
2: <laughs> People who cry more during movies are actually more emotionally stronger than everyone else. And the whole article was about how you're like basically a better person than. Well, I've always felt I was a better person. That's why I cried so much when I was a yeah. kid. I, I would uh,
1: like if I if I got upset, I would just cry, even if I didn't even feel like crying. I just be like, you know, you you can
3: be a that's real man. We, that's, that's how he showed everyone out. As
2: that's- a gr- as a grown man, when I when I got emotional watching uh, Commando, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> I wasn't proud of that, guys. Uh, during that one episode that everyone talks no, about? No, like four or five.
1: Uh, no, like every episode. I mean, yeah, that one episode. During, yeah. the, during the intro song.
2: Every, every time. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, two glasses of red wine before bed will help you lose weight. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, Oh. I don't think that's what's true the, what's, this, is, this sounds like science I, I, I it I, I'm pretty sure Jesus said that I was too annoyed that. to read that So I didn't open that one up And then uh, a couple more People who swear a lot are actually found to be more honest 11 ways <laughs> chocolate is saving your life Science that will make you glad you're single So it's just basically making people feel better about
1: their yeah, miserable like, life
2: Or the fact 11 that they're ways, fat or an alcoholic
1: 11 ways that chocolate will save your life Yeah I think they I mean literally lemon. save it. Do they mean milk chocolate or dark so chocolate? Because like, oh, I think there's a big difference. Yeah, like actual chocolate <laughs> probably is what they mean. Like but. chocolate beans, just eat them out of a bag. <laughs>
2: yeah. So you're, like, you're in a car
3: accident, you're trapped <laughs> in there. Chocolate bar comes,
2: <laughs> gets you out. Do you want me to open the article and read a BuzzFeed article?
3: <laughs> Let's, I,
2: no, I think Welcome that's what they earth. meant. Did he just give you? They just give you chocolate. You are out in the you.
3: ocean, almost about to drown. Chocolate floats by saves Done. you it's so a
2: life raft
3: look if
0: you're fascinated by information found on BuzzFeed or Hinton <laughs> I mean, Post or Jezebel and all these other, other oh, horseshit click yeah. by things then you're a oh, fucking vice. loser <laughs> I, like you're so <laughs> fucking dumb and stupid that you can't realize these websites are just manipulating you based on all the bad decisions in your life or mm-hmm. just bad habits. All they're doing is picking like really typical bad habits, like oh, people yeah. who drink or eat, eat chocolate or yeah, wake up late or they're they're shy. It's, actually, it turns out you're just smarter than everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: and then people, are like, oh okay, it's just well, like you know what? I am
0: pretty smart.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, you're not smart.
0: You're fucking <laughs> dumb. Like. Yeah. if... If you're regularly looking at these articles, like I said, like BuzzFeed, Huffington Post, all these horseshit websites, you're an you're an idiot. You're not right. smart. You're the no. exact opposite. Well, you fucking loser.
1: I will say that I am fascinated fascinated by all these BuzzFeed articles. I, say,
0: I <laughs> am fascinated.
1: <laughs> Period. <Yeah. laughs> uh, to me, it's it's basically there's this there's this subversive layer of marketing. In the world, right, and it's like you're always being targeted by messages, and and it gets more and more sophisticated. You know, you see the ads following you around for some Amazon, you know, dildo you were looking at, and it's like, ah, oh, I'm seeing it everywhere. But you know, it's are following like me around. Completely but, unsophisticated. Well, well, but 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 think about it this way: is that. Buzzfeed has stripped away every subversive layer, and, yeah. and and like it's just exposing all the underground workings. Because the general idea is that uh, you don't want to market to everyone because it costs way too much to market to six billion people. So you cut down into smaller customer segments and smaller ones, and you, your message becomes more targeting and c- targeted. It becomes more effective. Uh, so I mean, if you sell something that only a thousand people are going to buy. You only want to market it to that 1,000 people. You don't want to spend money to market it to more. So you cut down these customer segments. And that's where these articles come from on BuzzFeed. Where it's like, oh, do you, uh, 11 things only Chilliwack people will understand yeah, or yeah, something. Yeah. Right. And that's, that's actually cutting it down to this, to this smaller market segment. Right. And, and, uh, and so then
0: from there, it doesn't even matter what you put in there. Cause people will be like, it oh, doesn't yeah. exactly and all. It has, to, it has to be like the horoscope logic where it's just like <laughs> the most rudimentary, like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, do you, you, you brush your teeth? Only Chilliwack, Chilliwack people. Just,
3: yeah,
0: like, <laughs> you,
1: I it. do
3: brush.
0: Do my
1: motorcycles my drive in your town? Yeah. Yeah. yeah This is 19 things that only people who are driven nuts by motorcycles understand because because modern marketing now it's not about saying so if you the, the old way of marketing is like oh here's our business here's who we are but the but the way that modern marketing marketing works now is here's who you are. Right if, if you're somebody who's like this, so the closer you can get to calling someone out by their name, that's why when you guys get emails, right, it says, "Hey, Andy, and they've got the little first name dynamic insertion thing they've just taken it from when you filled out that. Well, they form, took the right?
2: time to type my name.: <laughs> Yeah, they.: <laughs> did. That's special. special,
1: Right But it, I took the time to type my name. But But in, the, <laughs> but in, <laughs> but in studies uh like the 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 data shows from the tortograph uh, uh, the, the, but but the data shows that just putting that stupid layer where you know that they're they don't they're not actually typing out your name, but you do respond to it more. Your name is the number one thing that people like there's nothing else that will cause more brain activity uh i mean other than i don't know I guess being like shot or something you know but something traumatic but just there's no word that Chocolate someone will save you. There, there's no word that someone can say other than your name that will cause more brain, like more neurons to fire because you just recognize it. So the closer that we get to mm. saying your other name, other than John Matrix.
2: Right. I said the name John Matrix. I'm like, whoa, what? <laughs> Sorry.
1: <laughs> so there, maybe that's your real name. They need name. to call you John <laughs> Matrix and then you'll <laughs> then, respond yeah, to they the Yeah, well,
0: Also, it's that like. Com- just slipping in like that little compliment at the at the end of it, like, "Are you a fucking moron?" Well, studies show being a fucking moron, you're actually really smart. <laughs> 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 it's just away from like it's yeah. That, right, yeah. Like you can see they're they're complimenting you, but you're not taking in. It's just like they're just saying that, so you'll click on. It does make you site. feel
1: you you are like, oh, I'm yeah, I'm attracted to that. I want to click mm-hmm. on that thing now. Um, so, but the closer they can get to saying your name, the more likely you are to respond. So saying only right. people in Chilliwack will understand. Well, that's closer to saying my name than saying only people in BC or only people in Canada, right? Because yeah. it's more it's more targeted. So you don't even have to have a good message now. You just have to say this is for you. Uh, if your name and it could be anything. If probably, your name right? is Braden Adams and you love metal, this is the article for you. Whoa. And, and like you're actually, if you just insert your own name in a hobby that you're into, you anybody listening, I think you can imagine that you would at least want to click on it. Like you'd at least want to know what it has yeah. to say and i've i've made no promise of what that content will be other than i've just claimed it's for you. So Buzzfeed is just that like is manipulating. Man. Yeah, and that and well, that's that's like what marketing modern marketing uh, is how now. How
3: long will it last? So because you're gonna read the article and you go, this is unbelievably disappointing. Sure, but they got the click. Yeah. and, uh, th- and, th- and I th- I they can get click. their
1: shareholders to spend, you know, to give them invest in their stock because they can say, oh, we have this many clicks and uh, that's how much our advertising is worth and blah blah blah.
0: I think there's enough people like enough dummies out there that just aren't questioning what they see. They read that. that. They read that, and it's oh. just it's the same crowd that are waiting. Into horoscopes, and they'd be like, yeah. Yo, that
2: is it just validates, that is yeah. like
0: me. Like, like I said, it can be like, I just, yeah, I, I do brush my teeth in the
2: morning, right? I yeah. am a genius. That reminds like, me, um, of that. There's a quick little scene in uh, one of the old school Family Guy episodes, which is the only good Family Guy, yeah. and this s- volcano insurance salesman comes to the door. He's like, <laughs> Hey, I'm in a-, selling a volcano insurance, and Peter's like, What do I need that for? and uh. And uh, he's like, Well, according, according to my uncle who's a real whiz with volcanoes, there's one heading this way. And Peter <laughs> it goes real volcanoes. and it goes to Peter Griffin's internalized voice, and he goes, Hmm, I too have an uncle. Yeah, come in. <laughs> <laughs> so the
1: the main point is that uh, BuzzFeed has just pulled it because like like Andy like you're saying you're like well it's like it's not even it's not even necessarily good or I'm not thinking about it I'm saying yeah you don't have to think about it I'm just saying why it got your attention why would you bother to click rather than some ad about some realtor and you just kind of scroll Mm -hmm. past why did you stop Mm-hmm. And uh, and that's why, um, but they've just pulled every, la- every every subtle layer of that targeting away, and they're and they're basic yeah they're basically just saying your name. And It's like I know I'm being manip. I know that nobody wrote this specifically for me. Like they don't know me, so I. I but I'm still interested, and in it it becomes very. Uh, I don't know what to call that. It's it's very much, I don't know if that's like an existentialist thing or like, you know, you're peeling yeah, know. back the curtain or whatnot, but it's it's just so egregious and made obvious to you. And it's, you know, so I'm fascinated mm-hmm. by BuzzFeed for that reason, because they're making, they're basically telling pointing at you, yeah, you're a moron, uh, but you'll read our content because we said something that you liked. And you're like, yeah, sure. Like that's what bi- like millions of people are saying with their mm-hmm. with their clicks, and I think that's super. That's so bizarre.
0: I always have to have a laugh anytime someone's like on Facebook or any kind of social media, uh, posting something their political opinion opinion or, or whatever it is, like some gender thing or whatever, and they 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 link it to a, like a BuzzFeed. Article and I just think
1: like as a geez, study like, as yeah. a source oh, yeah. yeah as
0: a source I'm like <laughs> you're, you're you're an idiot whatever argument you were trying to make I am now going to assume the opposite is true right like, just from seeing that BuzzFeed title like <sighs> f- fucking idiot like it is just clickbait.
1: So last year I was getting oh sorry it wasn't last year but it, it was a, oh, that was like actually like four years ago that's uh, bizarre but um so you remember how time flies how we we had that thing that I brought up with um. You know, with with the homeless shelter here, and uh, people were people were upset because they were moving into a yeah. building, and I guess people liked the business that that building. It was like some coffee yeah. shop. Well, we like this coffee shop. We don't want a homeless shelter here or whatever. I was in the newspaper for oh, yeah, it. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, we, we, yeah. we 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 talked about this a little <laughs> bit, and I remember when I was getting into all these arguments with people about it because the because remember the headline was churches evict six, yeah. thriving coffee yeah. shop or something. It's like their lease just ran out. Um, and I remember getting into this argument because for some reason people were really digging in their heels that, oh no, this was an eviction. And I'm like, it's not an eviction if your lease runs out. Like an eviction is something that happens partway through your lease. and And- so I remember taking being, you know, pretty generous and, and taking it seriously. And then the guy I was arguing with linked to some lawyer wiki for the definition of eviction. And then I went to it and it said the opposite of what he was claiming. Like it just <laughs> supported my argument. So it was clear that mm-hmm. he didn't even read it. And that was a very similar experience for me to citing BuzzFeed as a source. I was like, oh. I don't have to respect what this person's saying at all because they're not genuinely engaging with the discussion. Right. Like they're just putting up a link because they're like, "Oh, this makes me right." I never they, even read the link. As soon as I see BuzzFeed, I'm like, "Well, I'm just going to assume you're wrong, you're an idiot." Yeah. Like I mean, so I'm not going to read any further yeah. into this. I think that's a good time-saving uh, technique, <laughs> and it's and it works. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, ready are you guys ready for my most hated movie ever. All wow. the oh, ever. Oh,
0: it's super secretive. Yeah, it is.
1: It's not that secretive. Well, not uh, anymore. <laughs> <laughs> My most hated movie ever of the week is 2001, A Space Odyssey. Oh, oh. you're an idiot. Oh. Let's, get the, let's get the synopsis out here. The year is 1968. Both the USSR, and that's uh, Russia for you idiots who don't know what the USSR is, Both the USSR and the United States are in a race. A race to the moon! And uh, it's not a very short race uh, either. They've been racing into space for over 10 years, and there's no stopping them. Uh, When will they get there? When will we get to space? When will we get to the moon? When will we arrive? Who's going to get there first, the the Russians or the Americans? Will the results of the race have an impact and morale for the Cold War? Literally lives could be hanging in the balance here, <laughs> but it sure has uh, taken a long time to get to the moon and we don't really know if we're going to get there well. And, you know, the moon is literally an impossible task at this point in time because <laughs> considering no one has ever done it, it's like literally a first and it's a pretty, pretty big deal. Is Wikipedia Wikipedia synopsis here? Does it have yeah, all yeah. the likes in there? Yeah, yeah. This yeah. is all of it. Okay. Speaking of things that take forever, and we're not sure if they'll ever end before we die, let's talk about 2001, A Space Ah. Odyssey. (laughs) 2001 is a movie where a guy goes to space with an AI, and the AI turns on him, and then he beats it. The end. It doesn't seem like a lot of story, right? Uh, Oh, also, it's three hours long. So uh, 2001 is about a bunch of the most boring old white guys you've ever seen go to space. Be amazed as you watch hours of boring ships spinning in space for what seems like an eternity. And then the most boring protagonist in the world beats the most boring AI in the world, and then he turns into a baby. It's it's a great movie. That's uh, 2001 in a a nutshell. It's a great movie for pretentious hipsters, and anyone who doesn't like it is just an immature person, and they're not able to hold, handle slow movies, they've got the attention span of a goldfish. Hey, did you guys ever think that maybe 2001 is just a boring movie? The only part about this movie that's cool is that song that plays with that orchestra, you know that one in The Simpsons? dun, 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 dun. dun, dun. So yeah, 2001, uh, terrible movie. It's the slowest, longest mm-hmm. movie. There's like 30 minutes of story and it takes 3 hours to tell. Have you developed
0: some kind of background hatred of this? I remember watching it a few years ago and you liked it ah, really No, this it.
1: this movie is 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 insanely boring. Uh, it's like like what is what's what's the point of your-
3: I want to I want to preface this. So remember my first time when I was on this podcast and I ranted the end of it because Andrew made me watch a movie that we didn't end up talking about. <laughs> <laughs> that was this. <laughs> it was literally the night before, and Andrew's like, "You gotta watch this movie." So I quickly <laughs> try and get a copy of it.
2: <clears throat> you quickly watched the three hour <laughs> <laughs> oh, So this, I this is well I get the I already so problems. So I
3: get the movie. I finally have the movie on my computer. And uh, I send it to my. I go to my TV to watch it on my TV, and I hit play, and nothing shows up. And I'm going, is, is there something wrong with the file? Is it broken? It's just a blank screen in silence. What's going on? So I go to the computer, open the file up in the computer, skip through it, plays fine, go back to the TV, still silence. The first three minutes of the movie was just a black screen with a slow fade-in of some classical music. And I was like, <laughs> what is this? I thought my TV was broken.
1: A great example of the pretentious hipster crap. What is going in on there? A just great three minutes of atmosphere. A, a three minutes of a blank uh, screen. Did you just say
2: pretentious? <laughs> <laughs> That's well,
0: a I'm great, not
1: great pretentious. word. Actually, I'm not pretentious, so it wouldn't matter if I did. <laughs> wouldn't be it? Wouldn't be a hit to my ego.
3: <laughs> I, I thought, yeah, I thought I, I thought I was gonna have to watch my crappy computer screen because it wasn't uh. playing on my TV.
1: But no, <laughs> somebody
3: thing. thought that it would be a great idea to start a film with
1: a it's, three minutes of black. It's art. I'm, I'm using finger quotes here. Three
2: minutes of a black screen. So is your most hated movie, Jono, is, that, is it Muller then? Because he made you watch that?
3: <laughs> well, that's that's a different, that's a whole different that's topic. A different a different <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's
1: a whole series. <laughs>
0: I'm curious to hear more of your case against it, other than it being pretentious.
1: Well, yes, it, it is. Yeah, but. it's 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 a super boring movie. Like 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 do you, do you really need three hours to tell this story? Like the guy goes to space and then the AI turns on him and then uh, and then he beats it. Well, it's not a movie about
0: uh, that. It needs to needs that much time to tell this. Uh, To tell that story. That movie, it's very just atmospheric. Like, it's just about, especially because that movie came out in what, late 60s? It wasn't even the 70s, and they were doing all these, like, crazy, like, practical miniature effects. Like, it's more a showcase of uh,
1: atmosphere and effects. What does that even mean? Like, what do you mean? It it looks looks great. It's a showcase of atmosphere. Like, it's like, can I just look outside look at all this atmosphere well, here's what
3: I thought because I, I, I kind of recap this last
0: well, time when I, when I so interrupt but when I talk about atmosphere I mean like like they show like so many shots of like just a space station just floating there uh, and it goes on for like, forever like at least like <laughs> like five minutes and it's yeah like so this is at the point in the movie when uh, it's it's all about human exploration they're trying to find the meaning of this this monolith that they found and like that yeah what's the deal with that that, That stupid thing that like that shot that just stays on it for a while it's it's like I, this is this is all gonna sound like super pretentious. Movie. Like, it's, 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 like that <laughs> that's, a that's now. the movie. Like we're not watching a you know a fucking Marvel movie or anything. This is pretty great
1: because when you I remember when you brought in Spirited Away, everything that I said made me sound like a pervert, and that and so now you're trying to defend 2001, anything like, that you're gonna anyone, say is gonna make like, you sound like a pretentious art fag. And I'll i admit <laughs> that completely
0: straight up. No, there's no way to talk about 2001 without uh, sounding pretentious because it's it's an <laughs> artist movie. Like it's a it movie was, made by yeah. some. Someone who doesn't care about
1: whether it's entertaining or not. So it's not definitely going to sound
0: pretentious. But like, like,
1: what? It, it's like, oh, I'm an artist, so like, I'm just going to make if, dumb choices that just make it really long. It's like
0: it's the difference between going what you're going into certain movies for. Like, if you're going to go into a movie for entertainment, or whether you're going in, into it for like a more thoughtful art piece. I'm not saying one is better than the other. I think the best movies are both. Uh, but. Yeah, and right. 2001, you're definitely not going into it for, you know, it's an entertainment, so movie. it's it, very dry, like, a present, like, not presentation, but very dry subject matter in that. Like, he's not looking to entertain you with 2001, so. Yeah, what? Yeah, any, any way to talk about it is going to sound pretentious, because you have to try to explain why you enjoy this thing without explaining, or while explaining that you're not entertained by it, per
1: se. I love the type of people, like, like you're definitely not one of these people, but the type of people that try to defend this movie, and I'm like, yeah, this movie. Movies too long, And they're like, no, that you're supposed to sit and think on it. And I, I remember, I remember talking to one guy, uh, and, uh, and we were talking about movies and, and, and he was baffled at me. Like this guy was such an art fag. And he's like, you know, it's like you're watching movies to be entertained or something like that. Like, ah. like he's disgusted at like, at like, it's like, yeah. uh, are you retarded or something? Like, what, a, what the hell? Like, yeah, what a what, a, what a I, I th- thing. I think less
0: of people who go in both directions, where it's like you're just watching movies. Like, you can't understand why someone would watch a movie that isn't just for entertainment's sake. But then there's also the flip side of that. Like, the people, it's like you can't understand. It's like some people aren't watching movies just for, like, yeah, like these this metaphorical art piece and whatever. It's like there's room for both to exist. That would be my whole case for defending 2001 and try not to sound like a huge pretentious asshole, because yeah, any any description of the plot, it's like, yeah, I'm going to be talking about like the 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 scope of of space and how that relates to the scope of our exploration in humanity. It's like that's all going to sound super pretentious. <laughs> <laughs> but the the way I would basically summarize it is like, there's there's movies that are for entertainment, movies that are for art, uh, and I think people that only want one of those and can't understand, like, that they're just so upset by a movie that that. That is that is just an art piece and not an entertainment piece. Like you're an idiot just as much as the
1: flip side of that. Oh, I don't know. I don't know about that. I, the thing with the art <laughs> <Is> that art <laughs> that because
3: that's what you're arguing. The, thing with right the art piece bit is that's exa- exactly I guess summarizes the film out. Because I thought you know if this was silent and I ha- had my TV hanging <laughs> in the wall and I just let this play it'd be great wall art.
1: Yeah, that's, that's it. That's what
0: 2001 that's is. Like, it's, it's just like, wall art. It's, it's wall
3: art. That, that <laughs> sounds that,
0: that to me again is all, super pretentious. But that sounds like a huge compliment for how uh, how visually,
1: how good, how well that movie is visually driven. I mean, I, oh, I, it's. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not going to argue that the superb. visuals aren't you, good or but something. But you, you like uh,
0: like pretentious non-entertainment art movies? Like you liked Drive?
1: I mean, Drive's pretty entertaining. I feel like like. Yeah, Ryan Gosling. I don't but know. Like, think to other than other than one
0: <laughs> other than one car chase car
1: chase scene, it's it's really like just about well, no, of, but the dialogue kind is
0: kind of existing with that character. The dialogue
1: as, is pretty good in that movie though. That, there's like, almost in, there's no dialogue interesting, in that movie.
0: Ryan Gosling probably says
1: like a hundred words or less. That's that I mean. that's totally not true. Because it's remember, an exaggeration. Because he says very like he doesn't talk a lot now. Because I I specifically remember watching Drive because we had watched 2001 and we were like, oh man, why don't we watch a movie? Oh, really, yeah, we watched those yeah, two night. Yeah. So why don't why don't we watch? I was like, man, that was so. Slow, why don't we watch a really fast movie like Drive to, to watch <laughs> yeah. that out of her? And I remember it, it went by in like five seconds, like the like compared to watching 2001. It is also like, just Drive was,
0: a much shorter movie, so right? Yeah, it's also <laughs> it's like half the length, a- length of, yeah, it, so. exactly.
1: You're gonna make some artsy movie, just you know, hour and a half is is pretty fine, there right? There's an like, intermission on the need- on
3: the video I had, I was like, "What yeah, do, there, I, there what do I do? Ah, you do I just sit there?" I was "That like, was a thing. That
0: was thing back in the '70s <laughs> in theaters. They would have an intermission." Yeah, yeah
1: so there's, there's, Get more I, so Drive has, I think, has some pretty interesting dialogue and some pretty interesting character dynamics, like they're going on about stuff. But 2001 is just like the characters are just like they're not anything. They're it's just,
0: definitely, it's not a. I wouldn't, just I wouldn't consider it a character or dialogue movie. You're not going in like there's not a lot of quotes from. Uh, 2001. Yeah. Other than some of the like, uh, I'm afraid I can't allow you to do that. Like, the, but that's not like a great like
1: mm-hmm. quote. It's like, yeah, yeah, catchphrase. I've, yeah, I've definitely 20-copia. heard that catchphrase in <laughs> yeah. In other like, things, there's like like the a Simpsons couple, and... but it's
0: not like an amazing catchphrase
1: or anything. I'm pretty sure the Simpsons. See, that that's the 2001 I want to see is take 20 seasons of the Simpsons and cut out all this 2001 A Space Odyssey references and then piece them together to remake the movie, but. In the Simpsons format, so it's way more, it's way quicker and and better. That's a great Do version. Do you guys remember the cartoon <laughs> Recess? Yes. Yeah, oh yeah. They
3: did an episode. They did one too. Uh, based, basically, it was the exact was same Was it with plot. the robot? The hell? Yeah, 9, that, no, Sa- I think it was Sal. Nine thousand. It, <laughs> it,
0: it has been referenced uh, like a billion million yeah. times. Yeah, like I cliche. think that's actually. Yeah. Uh, it's actually just a good uh, uh, argument for how, how iconic the movie yeah. is, how, yeah. how much lo- long-lasting appeal it has it, it, that it, everyone it, knows yeah. about it despite whether they've seen it or it's not. It's
1: also a great argument yeah. for why all these pretentious filmmakers are just virtue-signaling. They're like, oh, yeah, you want to do a Stanley Kubrick reference? Then people will know how sophisticated we are I, uh, I, I by want referencing I don't 2001. necessarily think that.
0: Like, I remember seeing a thing that The Simpsons had... like. The like the record for by far the most Stanley Kubrick references, but all oh, there's I like I never watched The Simpsons. Thought like oh they're just trying to show off. That they like Stanley Kubrick or whatever. But it's it's always hilarious. Like they're just right. they're just taking iconic imagery and, and putting a twist on it.
1: It's just a way to justify Creations. your silly cartoon oh. and say listen we're artsy too. We like Stanley Kubrick. There's
2: an episode of House, friggin' House <laughs> that op- that opens with like two or three minutes. It's a guy doing like a flight simulator. And I thought it was that scene uh, at the end of 2001 where the, the the visuals are all funky and you're yeah, seeing yeah. all the worlds and stuff. It was basically like they copied and pasted that into an episode of House. And I was like, why is this happening? And it turned <laughs> out it was a, some weird flight simulator. Was, was, the, was the guy sick? I don't know.
1: It's an episode of House. It's definitely well, sick. <laughs> I,
2: I don't know, but I, I didn't watch that much of House. But I remember Audrey. walking in the living room and going, what? are you watching 2001, my wife? And it was an episode of House. So I was like, it was blat- a blatant, I don't want to say, I can't say ripoff, but it was well, really that's, weird. That's so, what I thought
3: watching the film is like, I've seen all the references and yeah. I heard people talking about the film. And this was, I was curious about it. I'd never seen it before. And then I watched 2001 and it felt like a cliche because the references have been used <laughs> yeah. so like, much. You've already right. seen the movie
1: already. It's like watching right? the original Halloween movie. I was uh, just yeah. about to say that. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, so the original Halloween is like, you're the. if you watch it now and you've never seen it, you're going to think this is just the most typical like slasher sort of horror movie. It has every cliche. It's the most unoriginal thing, but then you realize the time period that it came out, it invented all of those yeah. things. And Stanley Kubrick's kind of like that. I don't think anyone has been able to quite... Uh, match him in that regard no, like there's no, no there's no mo- like you watch a Stanley Kubrick movie and it feels like a Stanley Kubrick movie there's mm-hmm. no one else that has aped to that style but I do remember I, I probably mentioned this in the episode where we talk about The Shining uh, like prior to have, having watched The Shining only like I don't know three or four years ago whenever I first I, I'd never seen it prior to that but i remember like thinking like i've seen this whole movie like i know everything that happens in this mm-hmm. movie despite having never yeah, seen thank it Yeah, right. simpsons <laughs> just because just because it's been referenced yeah. so many times and i i would argue it's like that is that is a, a complete hallmark not a hallmark but like that is a complete sign of of how much lasting appeal and how great uh, this content that you
1: created mean, is. I mean, that did happen to me with The Shining 2. The only scene that I really didn't know was the one with the naked granny that's making out with him. Oh, and yeah. like who's like, all right, that, yeah. that was actually surprising. That's yeah, a hard, yeah, yeah, that's a hard yeah. scene to reference in the <laughs> Simpsons. Yeah, in, some in, naked granny in recess. Granny. <laughs> in <laughs> recess. In <laughs> recess. <laughs> remember, remember the episode <laughs> of Recess where the where the TJ is making out with this chick, and then she turns into a naked granny whose flesh is rotting off of her. Yeah, I remember that reference okay. on that family kids shows. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, the beginning is just three minutes of black screens. I know who likes that <laughs> type of greedy. thing. Just uh, a bunch of stinky, dirty, pretentious hipsters. That's who likes watching black screens for three minutes.
0: I mean, I like it, but I, would are you are you describing me with that or or because I like it? I wasn't I thinking think I of have. you
1: when I wrote when I when I thought yeah, of yeah, that yeah, yeah. idea. I mean, uh, I like
0: I like in terms of filmmaking. I like a lot of stuff that would be considered hipster, but I don't. I think the difference is. Like I think when you're talking about that guy who's like oh you you watch movies for entertainment like you just so <laughs> baffled like what the that's hell is when wrong I think you? you're being that's when I would I would use now you're being a pretentious like now now I don't like to use the word pretentious in terms of art cuz it's like yeah you're creating something throwing it out to the world and saying this is worthy of you seeing it's inherently pretentious like
1: any content is inherently Like pretentious. how is that how is that even a legit like I see people discussing this uh, film for art or entertainment and it's like let's have it's a, a discussion article. about it. No, like no, like serious people people who are really into this like not even just shallow BuzzFeed crap and I'm like I, I'm like is this a discussion? Like is <laughs> yeah. are like so I remember yeah it's like you're talking to me like uh, uh Grown Ups 2 is your favorite movie ever? <laughs> like that's that's how that was said. So <laughs> at the be- well, That should be said like that. If Grown Ups 2 yeah. is your favorite movie ever. <laughs> so If I think about this story, three hours long to tell a half an hour story, you could cut so much from this movie. So the beginning of this movie... I mean,
0: you could... I will will say as someone who... who, who, This is, uh, I think, one of the best movies ever made. Like, you could probably cut that story down to five minutes. It's not about... It's not about... It's not necessarily about telling
1: the story. Well, something that you could definitely cut That's what
3: movie... Movie making is a storytelling medium.
0: Yeah, but part of... Again, I am looking at it from visual like filmmaking. Like part of it's just kind of like it's like watching Blade Runner. But
3: then Run- that's an art installation. It's like
0: watching Blade Runner. Uh, Blade Runner is like that the original Blade Runner. That story is uh, very boring and very dry, yeah. but it's part of uh, it's it's part of uh, the the feeling of the the universe they've created and the atmosphere is, is so uh, I don't want to use the breathtaking, but it, it's just very mm. all-encompassing.
3: I thought the story of Blade Runner was a little bit more compelling than 2001.
0: Yeah, I because yeah, because it's, yeah. it's, it's more closer to a character story, so it's easy, yeah. easier to relate. Yeah, to I don't even
1: necessarily. I don't really have a problem with the base story of 2001. That it's like, oh, there's an AI. Yeah, and they yeah. go into space, and then the AI turns. Them. I'm like, okay, that's a cool concept. Like, I'm, i I like the concept.
0: 2001. Like, if you're taking it in as its base story, yeah, you're probably not going to get much about it because it's more of like, again, super pretentious. It's more of like a think piece about humanity and and evolution.
1: Well, what do you think about? Like, I know, you know, know.
3: black slab that monkeys (laughs) are dancing around. Yeah. Let's talk. I mean, I mean, right right, right, right from
0: from the get go, the monolith shows up and then the apes, uh, that one ape learns how to use a tool and he is immediately using it to attack and kill the other uh, apes. It's again, it's like that's that's I'm, I'm stripping it down completely to its basics, but that that's more meant to be like a thought piece on on what is humanity? It's like our evolution uh, and progress as a human being, it's like part of it was learning to kill each other. And the monolith is signifying. Yeah.
3: That. So, so that, again, I mean, again, this isn't. I mean, story has been told before. It's <laughs> Genesis.
0: Um, so we don't. So we and don't. It's we don't need, well back we don't need. We don't need any <laughs> other iteration. It's
4: lasted.
1: Of it. no. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty brain Cr- so enabled. The, the whole. Yeah. <laughs> the whole beginning of this movie, other than that that scene where he starts killing the other monkeys, it's like it's 30 minutes of just I monkeys wandering around in the so desert. Much.
3: Well, actually, you just it's humans
1: in monkey costumes.
3: Very obviously humans in monkey costumes. So you do
1: not, like, imagine Planet of the Apes, except the apes don't talk, they're just literal dumb monkeys <laughs> but they're still like you're still focusing just as much attention on them sounds like a real pretentious idea to me hey let's make this movie it's Planet of the Apes Oh, sounds cool except the Apes are just regular apes I'm sure that's <laughs> brilliant. I'm sure that's
0: exactly I, I would love it if that I would I would just legit, regular I would legitimately love it if that's how Stanley Kubrick did pitch it like he's like <laughs> like he just pitched like the first 30 minutes of the movie not not even not um, the rest five of, of it. He's like yeah. yeah it's just basically planet Planet of the Apes, but the apes don't talk, and then it just <laughs> goes off on like the space Was this before Planet movie? of the
1: Apes, though? It's in 68? Oh, those those were big back was then. This was
0: probably slightly after 2001, I think. Was yeah, because those came out like Was 2001 was 68, thing.
3: the original Planet of the Apes. I know. Well, I like, yeah, yeah, hate to them.
0: do the Wikipedia thing. Sorry, do you the, think
3: that the actors that played the humans also played the apes? Uh, probably I wouldn't. Do that. <laughs> the same
1: the humans. same yeah. So, uh, same year. Again, there is like the visuals, this is great Waller. Like I have nothing to complain about the visuals. Yeah, it, beautiful. There's, there's a cool Stunning. there is a cool scene where a, like a live cougar attacks this ape and it's just a man in an ape costume so exactly. I <laughs> guess there's just a, a cougar, cougar attacking a man. I thought that oh. was awesome. Um, you know, and like the visuals, uh-huh. you know, the ape is uh, you know, beating down this this other ape and it and it kind of flashes between, you know, there's a few different flashes as I I guess get the concept of the story or whatever but like it's just it just takes forever I don't know forever. that you do
0: cuz you always just reference it it's like this is movie just about it's just about the story and uh, you could tell the story in 5 minutes like well it's also like it's just a movie show, uh, showcasing uh, like world building and what you can do with fil- w- with, with filmmaking in regards to world building When does it become gratuitous
1: Right, yeah, gratuitous world building, gratuitous yeah. art <laughs> fag um, stuff. Well, I don't know
0: because the movie the movie goes on to like three different like it very much has three different structures in terms of the, the apes and then space exploration and then the, this What's weird the third one
2: again. I don't even this
0: remember. weird like like he, evol- uh, he LSD evolves. Trip. He evolves. Yeah, the LSC. Who's he? Uh, the main character. I don't remember his name. The guy the from ma- space. The third or? main character.
3: Uh, Oh, the third main character.
0: The okay. guy who's... Don't even know his name. Guys Doctor, trying to Dr. Blah, blah, blah. This is the okay. greatest movie but ever can't, made. I, I can't even remember <laughs> the names of the
1: characters. <laughs> this is just okay. as good as like, Rogue I
2: go,
3: One. I, when, I, when I watched it I like, skimmed through it again yesterday. I was like, okay, there's that guy. I remember him. But yeah. why, did, where, why do I don't see him again later in the movie? There's another group of characters, like you don't follow anyone. For a
1: movie with not a lot of plot points, it sure is hard to follow. Yeah, no kidding,
3: right? Because <laughs> you're just, <laughs> like yeah. it, it's like, so it's stuck in the gratuitous not, world building. <laughs>
1: it's
0: definitely not a character-driven movie. No. That's. Right. Be, yeah. I would say it's driven by its atmosphere and world building, and then if you want to think more about the nature of humanity, I never really, I never got too much out of that in terms of two thousand one because it is very, like you're saying, it's like well, it's been told with the Bible. Yeah. This is like really basic stuff about uh, humanity, but I think it's told. I find that story or that concept told uh, through the space visuals and all that fancy stuff. Uh, I find that I don't use the word captivating, but that that's more but, like okay. So that's that, what I'm getting out of it.
3: But I still don't I still don't see the parallels of like the I what is humanity and, and like I was still troubling having trouble to figure that out. Cause it just the world building I guess maybe it was so gratuitous, I, just, I was I just thought I was like, what is going on here? Like I I understood the beginning with the whole apes and the monolith appears and then they use a tool to kill another ape. Yeah. And then I was like, Oh great and then it and then all of a sudden we're in space and a guy's in first class and then I think yeah, and, and there's, there's a lady serving
1: see, toothpaste in a tube. Yeah, yeah, and then they know? see,
3: and then they see, and then they, uh, and then they go to the moon and they see the monolith, and there's all those. This is like chanting, two and, and, and then, a half
1: hours in, by yeah, the way. Yeah,
3: and, the, and then there's the, and then there's that high pitched noise, and I'm like, what does that mean? And then all of a sudden, we're now dealing with this computer, and then we see the monolith near Jupiter, and then we're in a so, uplit room.
0: Like I, I think it's funny. Like I, you're using the word gratuity, uh and I actually agree. It's like there is a lot of gratuitous stuff where it's like, like, like I said earlier, just sit,
1: Ship it just sits,
0: sits on one shot of just a space station. And I look at that and, uh, again, this is this has nothing to do with necessarily the atmosphere of the world building. But I just looking at it from a filmmaking and, and effects standpoint, like I'm fascinated by that because it looks so good.
3: I know. I like No, And, I'm no, just, I, I, and, I like and this is part. like
0: 1968 and it's like these space effects look better than... Then definitely anything that came out of the 90s CGI era. Okay. 90s and 2000s. I mean, yeah, undoubtedly. I, I, I can't. I can't
1: so argue. So part of it
0: is part of it is I'm I'm agreeing. Part of it is gratuity. It's just like look what we were able to accomplish. And I look just, how great I just, it looks. I
3: can't even understand. Like I'm still I'm still trying to figure out the story. Like I like the whole even just what what the meaning behind that. And I guess maybe it's it's art, so it's open to interpretation. <laughs> Well, he definitely yeah. like there's,
0: there's 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 a 2001 book and there's actually a sequel book. I think it's called 2000. There's a, oh, sequel. Yeah, there right.
1: is yeah. a sequel movie as well. Yeah, like I thought, like I'd want to see more of this shit. Yeah. yeah,
0: and in the, in I think at the in the actual 2001 it's book. directed and by I'm, Paul
1: W S Anderson.
0: I know in the sequel to the 2001 book, they actually go on to explain a bit more. And I think Stanley Kubrick, like he didn't want to. Oh, maybe I don't I, think maybe he was, I should watch. That I don't one. think he was. Yeah. Intre- I don't <laughs> think too. he was interested in it. Like I don't think. He definitely oh, like, you watch man. You watch any any Stanley Kubrick movie, and I don't think he's interested in mm. telling just a straight up uh, literal. Wouldn't story it be great if, sense. if
1: Stanley Kubrick had directed the Shining TV series, and then it was it was Stephen King who had directed the movie, and they had. They had swapped it, and then you, you're like, "Oh, i would be calling I mean, Stanley Kubrick a hack for that crappy TV series that he are saying.
0: Wouldn't it like if it was interesting if they revealed that it? was? If they
1: just revealed that it was actually, that it was actually, it would be moment. weird. It'd be like, damn,
0: Stephen King does a really good Stanley Kubrick <laughs> impression. <laughs> They're just doing impressions. Stanley Kubrick already has a huge body of work before The yeah, Shining. all, all so. of it. All of
3: it is, actually, is. Stephen King directed all the Kubrick <laughs> movies.
1: Yeah, <laughs> all of them. <laughs> all of them. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's like all you have to do is do an impression of what you think someone is, and you can direct that movie in, the, in that <laughs> way. Um, sorry, let's get to a gremlin here, and uh, then I want to talk about this art crap yeah speaking of masterpieces you guys can do your grandma speaking of masterpieces
0: in atmospheric filmmaking
2: john has left the building He's going to go take a dump. He'll down. come back when the gremlins are gone. Yeah, we'll afraid. be talking about gremlins until he comes back. Yeah. My.
0: Which is hilarious. We're sitting Most here, sitting here <laughs> shit, yeah. shitting on 2001, but he can't even appreciate like, gremlins. What it's a like, tard. It's be right, right up your alley.
2: All right. Gremlin of the week, boys, is. Guitar playing gremlin! I don't remember any gremlins playing a guitar. I don't remember this gremlin at all. In the bar scene in Gremlins, the first Gremlins movie. It's crazy. I'm so familiar with this. Right when the it's at the beginning of it and it's so three cigarette gremlin uh the gremlin beside him with like this cool irish looking hat and then there's another there's a third one there they're all just having beer and smoking and whatever and as the camera like kind of because it kind of you can see it in the background and it's only for about five or six seconds but there's a bit of a commotion and way in the background and uh it's, there's this little gremlin kind of tucked away, almost on like a little stage underneath like a big like beer sign.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: And I was like, what is that guy doing? And um, he, it looks like he's playing a guitar in the background and he's just rocking out mm-hmm. and playing something. I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. and um, But it's still kind of hard to make out. So I rewatched it a couple times and then I zoomed in uh, on one of my rewatches mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, maybe he's not playing a guitar. Like you can't really see what he's doing, <laughs> but the motions he's doing... Basically, the only thing that makes sense is he's either playing a guitar or he's just sitting there headbanging and bumping into things. So, he's rocking um, out. He, yeah, he's rocking out some way, and uh, I choose to believe that he's uh, shredding on a guitar and headbanging. Shredding some metal music. Yeah. Shredding Gremlin. Shredding.
1: Another classic, classic.
0: Gremlin of fan
1: favorite. <laughs> Everybody loves this. <it. laughs> <laughs> 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 Do
0: you want to con- continue showcasing how much of a moron you are?
1: Yeah, idiot. Yeah, so, how much of a moron Stanley Kubrick is, or how much of a pretentious hipster he is?
2: Andy, you mentioned there was a a, a book, two books. Um, were these like before the movie, or was the movie the first? Thing? The movie's
1: based mm. on the first book. The
2: movie's
0: based, is. Yeah, so the is. book. So there was definitely a 2001 before. Did he movie. write the book? I don't, I don't, don't know. That. I don't know if the sequel came out he, after the movie. I don't know okay. if
1: he has directed any movies that weren't based on a book originally.
2: That's a good movie, point. Like now I think. that I'm thinking, yeah, I don't know either. I have not seen
0: all.
1: I have not. I've only seen probably four or five. At least his most famous ones. I think the 2001 and the Shine are his most famous oh, movies shit. right? So like, there's like—is there a third movie that I'm forgetting? That he, full uh, he did. Did he do? Is it Full Metal Jacket? He did Full Metal. Like that's the mo- pretty. The most the most, the most notable
0: ones that he will have done is 2001, The Shining, uh, Clockwork Orange, Clockwork Orange, and right. Full Metal Jacket. Those yeah. would be like the huge. And The
1: Shining ones is probably the biggest and one because it's the most kind of mainstream. The Shining movie. and 2001
0: are definitely his most well-known ones. Um, Doctor Strange Love, to a lesser extent, but that's
1: getting a bit that's more. That's def- getting that a bit more. Obscure. Normal people don't know what that. But, is. but they probably like they've probably movie.
0: at the very least heard, heard the mayor. term. Yeah, yeah that's f- right.
1: I, I agree. It's uh, that one's a bit probably more from Depeche Mode, their song Doctor Strange. It's really good.
0: Like that's that's the closest uh-huh. you'll see to a Stanley Kubrick comedy. Oh
1: really? It's quite. It's pretty
0: <laughs> okay, funny. Well, so, so, so there's actually there's uh, actually three sequel books to 2001. It's oh wow, three, which
1: is insane, and one sequel movie. Yeah, uh, these sci-fi writers don't know when to stop. They don't. So yeah. the main. The they the love main the world I don't so think there is like. a sequel movie. So the main characters yeah, no, in wait. this movie are. I, I read.
2: <laughs> Stop. Everyone pa- hit pause. We got to go get Wikipedia here. <laughs> yeah. the, Sorry. Main, the actual Wikipedia.
1: The main characters in 2001 are How? apes. Yeah, and and astronauts who have no personalities at all, and then like some robot, like they might as well, they might as well have made and (laughs) and a space baby at the end. He's one of the people. That's (laughs) they might as well have just made all the characters robots in the movie for like like that would have been just as good of a. That's a uh, good of a point. thing to have, like it's yeah. like oh, that's a b- maybe 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 more personality. Like I think the, I think the Hal Nine Thousand has the most personality out of all well, the characters in the, the, the entire thing. He's the only character
2: you, anyone remembers. Like if you get someone to name someone yeah. from that movie, it's always well, top. I guess
1: Dave, cause, because Hal Nine Thousand says Dave. You right. you know yeah. I w- what's he say? I wouldn't do that. You know don't. Uh, don't. don't do anything don't. I wouldn't do. Wouldn't, don't don't uh, do anything I wouldn't do, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> do you do you
0: do you enjoy the original Blade Runner? This is completely. Uh, I shit. don't know if I. I Blade. Again, moments? it
1: was a movie that's like, oh, this movie looks cool, and yeah, I it's don't. It's
0: gonna, gonna have similar problems in that it's it it's not protected. Well, that movie's <sighs> a little bit different because it it has some interesting characters, but none of them are the protective. I
1: don't remember, like we talked about the new blade runner and that was how i remembered what happened in the old blade runner like like you were talking oh there's uh, these replicants that like, repla what like i didn't it's, it's like, like, the main, <laughs> like main yeah like i like, the i couldn't even remember really yeah i mean it's kind, it's
0: kind of it's kind of my point this and is... i watched
1: it 2 or 3 years ago like i did not watch the original blade runner for the first time that long ago it's not like i watched yeah. it when i was if, a kid and i forgot
0: if you're going into both uh 2001 and to a lesser extent blade runner for uh it's interesting characters. You're you're not going to, like it's. Their just, characters that's not are what so mo- boring. It's not what that movie's for. But it seems like you're being like you're throwing the word pretentious around. But you're being the one who's saying it's like well you this is how a story has to be told. It's like it has it has to be this character protagonist driven thing. It's like yeah that's the most traditional way to tell it. But obviously Stanley Kubrick is not a traditional so, director. So what's the traditional uh, director? I would say like yeah you I wouldn't want all movies to be like <laughs> Stanley Kubrick movies. I I like uh, that all that that so many different variations exist, you know? Right, different types of... Like, definitely, yeah, Stanley Kubrick is more pretentious and... and
1: arty, I mean, but people... T- you want to phrase that, but... That's fine. That can exist. I mean, I think yeah. I agree with your original sentiment of just saying the best types of movies are movies that are artistic and yes. commercial. Like they have good pacing, and you can, you know, normal people can follow along, but they have all this kind of art that's yeah.
0: hidden in there or more obvious. Th- those to me, those are
1: those will be my favorites. It's types like of Outcast, movies. best rap, best like, rap group ever, right. commercial success <laughs> and artistic.
0: Because so I said earlier, I, th- I think 2001 is one of the best movies ever made. It's not one of my favorite movies though. Like I've, I see it. I've so So what makes it it the best, then? Yeah,
1: that's
3: an interesting... Yeah, what does that mean?
0: Uh, It's just in terms of... Again, you got to... Part of of, of 2001 and... Uh, Baffling is, to me, by the way, is recognize, recognizing recognizing <laughs> the, <best> the time <laughs> recognizing the time period that it came out. Like effects are definitely a part of it. Like that came out, and they were able to do all those visuals in 1968. This is before Star Wars. So
1: just yeah. to get an idea of where you're coming from, so I can understand your perspective. So on the scale of things, you know, if I'm saying, well, the best movie ever made is 2001 or Grown Ups 2, you know, like yeah, where Grown what's uh, how, is that pretty close? Like they're they're like pretty part, neck and neck. Part of uh, <laughs> in, in part your view. (laughs) Part of
0: two thousand one is like what I think makes it one of the best movies ever made is the impact that it had on movies. Like that, you could you could tell stories like that. Like comparing that to like because this is in the sixties. Like you go back further and and filmmaking was so. Uh, this, I'm just, this is all going to be very boring and fascinating and fascinating if you're not into filmmaking stuff. This is a, like, this is like, a movie. Most
1: people, this people is a pod- to
3: of movies if they're listening.
1: This, this is a hey,
0: podcast at, about I'm movies. I'm looking at you when I say that. Like, usually when I start talking like that, you do that, oh, I'm falling asleep. <laughs> Eyes glaze over. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Talk about movie the stuff. Molar. I'm just trying yeah.
1: to relate to the audience. Yeah. <laughs>
0: if you look at uh, movies prior to that and I'm sure that the the 60s six, six overall like they were already pretty developed but uh, it's taking it away from like, just stupid little silent era f- films and whatnot, and actually like, moving and mm-hmm. be like, this is what you can do. It's like these are effects that you can do and, and kind of atmosphere that you can create. Like, Star Wars had a, had a similar thing. Like, prior to Star Wars, like, Star Wars was, pff, as far as my knowledge, obviously I was not around in the 60s and 70s, but uh, there was no blockbusters like that. It kind of created that. Star Wars?
1: Yeah. As what about s- Death Race 2000? That surely must have been a huge hit. No but in surely. terms of like and they're hitting like, all these surely. elderly people in with terms their cars of like an, it's like awesome. an <laughs> epic yeah. an You're epic sweet. saga blockbuster that's
0: like kind of like an like a fun adventure You're movie You're just describing <laughs> Death Race but 2000 I don't, <laughs> But I
1: feel like
0: <laughs> a movie Ah <laughs> uh, you got me I, 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 the I movie can't making I can't have evolved
3: that. anyway
0: Probably, but this is the one that this is the one that did it. Yeah. So you're probably right. Like, if Stanley Kubrick didn't do it, eventually
1: someone else... Somebody would it. have gassed those but Jews anyways. can we remember Hitler because he's the one who did it.
0: I can't make commentary <laughs> on on <alternates>, yeah. alternate alternate <laughs> universes
3: in terms of filmmaking. That it's only <laughs> a, like matter a matter of yeah, time.
0: Yeah. I can only talk about let's, the one that... Let's, let's find a
3: wormhole, go to a parallel
1: <laughs> universe <laughs> and see what it was yeah. like. You guys
2: dig on multiverses? <laughs> <laughs> so if Actually, that's what 2001's about.
1: That's... We we watched some <laughs> crappy horror movie last uh, wish night upon. Called, yeah, wish wish, upon Yeah Wish upon Wish upon and their it's so bad. their so view bad. of don't how watch, don't watch it it's bad their view it's the director of Annabelle and uh, and
2: Mortal Kombat Annihilate <laughs> the second Mortal <laughs> Kombat movie.
1: <laughs> yeah. um, and and their pers- the writer's perspective of how teenagers talk to each other yeah. is so out of touch. Like it's it's like Creed Bratton in the office, being like, "Hey, cool beans, dude!" It like was, trying to act young. It
0: was clearly written by someone who's at least... Never I, went to high school. <laughs> no, but at, at least forty trying to write like cool high school dialogue. Ah, oh, these are what the kids are into and nowadays. Like, yeah. this is where they talk. Like one kid, one of them, somewhat brings up a reference to another universe. Like, you dig into multiverses. What yeah, <laughs> like, this writer just is trying his hardest to
2: it's be so cool hard. to
1: talk like cool kids, and he just can't <laughs> you write. dig yeah. in
2: multiverse. <laughs> writer who so ha- hasn't hung around a teenager in probably like I, two decades. I didn't even
1: I didn't even hear that line because. I came in halfway through the movie, but it was so funny. Like, just um, Anyway, that movie sucked. What were we talking
2: about? Chinese. Uh, Well, well, actually, Uh, I (laughs) I was looking
3: through my notes. There's one other thing I noticed about 2001 is is that is the lack of humans. Like, the moment we we go into the plane, it's just Doctor whatever his name is sitting in this plane
2: alone. And doctors are hardly people, by the way. Why is he alone? Hal is more human than all of us. (laughs)
1: <laughs> right, but there are not no us. other humans
2: in the movie He's not more human
1: than all of us He's more human than all the crappy characters yeah. in 2001 yeah. Again, this it's is, like- is going to be really like stripped down Like
0: obviously like Philosophy 101, 101, 101 sort of stuff like like kindergarten philosophy. It, it's, it's, Listen, it's we've already partly, we
1: already think you're pretentious, so just dig it's in.
0: Partly yeah. a commentary again on it's like yeah, there is a certain lack of humanity, but also this is a society that's progressed far enough for like super space travel, whatever you want to call that. I'm not a not a scientist or a learned man. Super
2: space travel.
0: that's a good term. I like Let's it.
3: get it. Elon Musk on the phone. It'll, I think he'll, 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 he'll agree. He'll trademark. He'll. I I don't feature. <laughs> on the Tesla. Uh, yeah, the I don't actually
0: I don't actually know if this is what Stanley Kubrick was going for, but you do get a vibe as it's like, yeah, they've progressed this far technologically, technologically, but they're That no also, one bothers to
3: actually go to but space.
0: But it's <laughs> like they're more interested on the, in their technological pro- progress than they are actual humanity itself. Sounds like Stan. No, I if think they've become more interested in things than humanity. Maybe I don't think Stanley Kubrick was going for I, that. Th- I think like, it I was totally. Just why can't vibe. you
1: hire some extras and fill that plane up? I, th- <laughs> I think it was an unintentional consequence of Stanley Kubrick being that person. Could be. <laughs>
3: also, I mean, he's robot. A, anyone else think that he is telephone a call with the little girl is very awkward? Telephone call? I don't remember that. Yeah, it's the near the beginning call. after it, the ape scene. She's like... She's like on the phone, like looking at the screen, and she's like hitting the buttons on the yeah. chair, and I'm just like, she's just dis- gonna disconnect it. But she,
1: it was so awkward. It was. He's like, having like a Skype call from space to his daughter. Yeah, I, I don't. Oh, he's remember like, what do you want? Well. She's like, he doesn't even remember the main character's daughter. <laughs> oh yeah, Who's in That's it for right. how long of the movie? Probably
0: three seconds. No, no it's it was, like it was ninety like minutes, cause minutes cause
1: because <laughs> every scene is it takes
0: yeah, no,
3: forever. And she, he has her only. But she's when like, the <laughs> movie
0: is four hundred eighty minutes, this is great.
3: Right? They left this in the edit. The, the the doctor asks this little girl, Oh, what do you want? And she's like, A telephone. <laughs> For Christmas or and
1: something. And he's like, like we're, we're on a telephone. It's <laughs> like, <laughs> to be fair,
0: kids are really stupid.
1: Is we that I, I know, all but all it's like Is that a why? Why would you leave that in? <laughs> 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 um uh, I, don't
0: know. I, <laughs> thought, I, I find it very fascinating people <laughs> critiquing, like trying to tell Stanley Kubrick on how to like, edit a movie. But I don't know, it's, it's from oh, the 60s. Oh, oh, just he's beyond sense. criticism. Yeah, he's beyond oh. criticism. It is. Amazing. One cannot, the,
3: uh, one must not <laughs> disparage <laughs> Stanley Kubrick. I will be the first, oh, to, to, you first to contend
0: them. that pretty much any movie from the 60s and 70s uh, does lack. Our modern uh, understanding of of snappy we're editing. We're just so stupid Most of now. them suck. Is yeah, all mean. Yeah, that's exactly what you mean. All movies mostly. All us
1: millennials. We just have yeah. no attention span to watch nothing for three hours. Like, oh, what a what I mean, a bunch. these I'm millennials. A, I mean, never, I, I'm a millennial. I never yeah. complain about millennials. They'll never get <laughs> yeah. ahead in life. You know. I mean, I think um, we're all technically millennials. <laughs>
0: <yeah>. <laughs> no, I th- I think that that's a part of watching a, any older movie. The some of the editing is always a bit slower. Like, I just think they didn't have that sensibility. I can at that point. I
3: can handle slow editing. I just it's a very interesting decision mm. to include that funny little I, I mean I say
0: thought, I, oh, I, she's I, so cute. I Look say slow I, I say <laughs> slow editing I mean I mean more
3: of the yeah not as uh, Evolved as it is. No, now. well, it's. I mean, editing back then was very different from non-linear editing today.
1: Yeah, they're, actu- you're literally, they're actually you're cutting, like cutting film. the film. They're, they're literally the right physically cutting. Hey, I've seen Hail Caesar with that old lady cutting the film. They can do it quick. They can just whiz through that film, whipping through yeah. the roll. I
3: mean, yeah, well, I'm sure you, once you get good, I, they could have done. It's fun to try editing. Just too stupid. Editing with film, actually.
1: Never yeah, we've done that. It would be, be cool. That's a, that's uh why not I get into some editing with film and then I can really like 2001 a space, yeah. Odyssey, really and become a pretentious like Kubrick. <laughs> hip, hipster jerk. So, I, I guess it kind of brings up this idea though, it's like Hube-Rubik. should should movies be called different things? Like cuz John oh. what you were talking about is like this is wall art and yes. it's like <laughs> yeah, should this be called a movie or should it be called like, you a know, film. some uh, a cinemas. Well, isn't everything a, a movie, Muller? Yeah, and
0: I mean that's getting Well actually to be decided not, in this case like maybe not, not
3: 2001 I th- I feel like we sort of do have the nomenclature like cuz people who call fi- movies films Right yeah. usually you like would know that person's
1: an art fan And
3: fag. then <laughs> I which I do I ashamedly. And then people who call and people who like movies like, you know, popcorn picks, and well, they call them movies. Well, what's
1: the in-between where you like a movie that's artistic and, like, accessible? I think this
3: is getting into
0: oh, just really, like, pedantic.
1: Pedan- I like, don't think this
0: is unless pedantic. Unless you're one of those people that, yeah. like, really, it's like, this is a film, <laughs> and they are saying they're being super pretentious right? about they're it. They're really committed I to it. Um... Yeah, I don't know. I would just, I'm sure I've called a movie, I've called movies just movies, films and all this, but I never even think about it. Like, I'd never be like, no, this is a film and this is a movie and you're an idiot who just likes movies. Right, I right. mean, I guess I you don't, like don't have to films. be so committed like, I, I, to what it. I was, what I was saying, I didn't mean to criticize what you are saying. I mean, anyone who's way into this is is being a huge asshole. I don't even care if they're being pretentious but or not. They're just being an I
3: asshole. feel like categorizing it might be helpful for, say, the uninitiated well, who, s- who would be
1: expecting a, a movie and gets right. a film I. I I basically, it's like, do do you have to wait till someone scoffs at you, being like are you like watching movies for entertainment to find out like what they are meaning when they're talking about a movie? It's like, oh, you're not you're not talking about the same thing that I'm talking about. Like, we're we're talking <laughs> yeah, about I different think, things right now. I think I right think the now. way
0: to sum it up what we were saying earlier, how I would sum it up anyway, is there are movies that are for entertainment. There are movies that are for uh, artistic, perhaps philosophical means, just art in general.
1: And then there's movies that kind of. Uh, Blend the differences so is, uh, it, is the movie the popcorn flick the cinemas is the art fag I'm actually, and the film is the, is the in between it's the middle I'm only really bothered by any of it like this is why like, I'm totally all four movies
0: that are just entertainment pieces I'm more bothered by it when it becomes clear that this was just made to be a product. And I know all movies are essentially a product, but this is where it's just like, like an Adam Sandler movie where it's like, this is just yeah. made to fleece money from companies and people, and nobody even cared about creating something interesting, yeah, whether it was yeah. entertaining or artistic. That's where I get annoyed with it.
2: because yeah, he makes it as cheaply as possible, and yeah, yeah, it's a product.
0: So that that would like yeah. I I would never I would never try to say it's like well what's this is a movie this is a film what I if, don't even know I feel like I'd have to read cubic, up on it. What
3: if cubic movies cubic are are you missing the R? Cubrubic.
0: Yeah, that, that what that if, nailed it. What is
3: <laughs> what if they are products? What if the that is his? I product? I mean, in a, in, in essence,
0: they all are.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Every,
0: every every single thing is, like he's dealing with a company and he has to pitch this and say, hey, this is how you're gonna make money off this thing. I'm sure but, that was still a like,
3: thing in the 60s. But Mueller's gone, but yeah. they figured <laughs> out figured the market out. and they said, are you, do you like art, arty movies? Here's 11 reasons why they're the best movies. And then you get all the cubic movies coming out in the theaters and they watch it. And mm-hmm. it's just, it's, I'm being very cynical here. Sure. It, it's It's just a money grab. I love this, this movie is three the, hours long to make the,
0: money. The money grab of like the, the billion dollar industry. Yeah, Kubrick
3: films. Yeah, like, well, it is one though. <clears throat> I mean, it's movie, become get, one. Get the fuck, I,
0: I can't wait for uh, for Disney to just ditch this whole Marvel thing, and they're just gonna just N- right. release nothing but three hour like <laughs> Kubrick esque films. <laughs> uh, that'd be amazing. Happen. It would be amazing. I w- <laughs> it would probably benefit me largely. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would love it. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's all product in essence. I don't, I don't want to be the one to say it's like, oh, I mean, this is this this was purely artistic, and it was. It's like, mm-hmm. uh, it was. He had to work within the confines of the industry, so it was definitely a product as well. I wonder, but it annoys me when it's like, this was clearly just like nobody cared about what they were making. How it mm-hmm. was just let's get this thing made to just to sell it, not like let's make something interesting
3: and How and hopefully sell of it. How far into Brueck's uh, career was this movie? <laughs> Uh, pretty far. I don't know. I'm going to say, I'm going to say
0: probably midway. I don't know. Cause I just and can see like studio executives,
3: this, like sitting in a test screening and being like, Oh uh, no. Yeah, what did we? Do I mean, if, if, you're, <laughs> if, you're talk, if
0: you're talking about like modern sensibilities in, in with movie producers, yeah, they definitely would not have
3: any of this. No. Um, you, don't, you don't think back in the studio age, they would have, they would have been like, Oh man, what's this, what's going on here? Yeah.
2: Like I, I don't know if they were doing test screenings back then. I, like I don't know what the industry was like, but I, I could imagine if they did one, that would have been hilarious to be a fly on the wall in there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
3: just looking at the like the faces of the executives. Just so like, uh, two
0: thousand one was right, just just past like the mid peak, the mid peak, the midway point of peak, his career. Pubic. It's pubic. Right, it's right pubic. around the middle. He started like his first few movies were pubic. in the early fifties, and his last one was in. 2000, 2001 and well sort of he only
1: he started His last movie was in 2001 was nice? <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, kind of man. kind of sort of do you remember that movie oh, that- <laughs> Eyes Wide Shut No, do
0: you, that, do you remember that movie AI he, <laughs> did, he yeah. did not direct that but he started directing it and, oh, then, really? and then he died something like that that was a really I, long movie of this inf- too some of this information might be off he he like died before finishing it and I think Stanley, no Stanley I thought Steven, Steven Spielberg finished St- it yeah Steven Spielberg took over AI came, I came so out that's when I first
3: started watching movie trailers.
0: I that remember was a watching that trailer. That was a weird
1: depressing movie, and I remember being really depressing, I never too. Saw like, Haley Joel Osmond, uh, he grows up, and then he oh, ends up yeah. looking fat and weird. Oh, wait, that's his real life. Yeah, I that's, just, what that's his real life. Uh, Basically,
0: <laughs> like, Stanley Kubrick's last... Robots re- don't gain weight. Like, his last <laughs> full-on movie that he, was, uh, that, that he made without dying uh, was in 1999. So, well, from 1950s to which 1999... One, which one was that?
1: I White it. I White it. Okay. Well, I
0: think he died before it actually hit theaters, so...
1: Robots oh. might not gain weight but there are some people that do. So uh, I got our ad read here. This is for a real specific customer segment. Uh, Are you tired of your girlfriend not having the sexy fat rolls and (laughs) pear-shaped bottom that you love? (laughs) Tired of making love in bed only to find you've got nothing to grab onto? Well, introducing the Fatten Up 2 Weight Gain Pills, a weight gain pill that focuses not only on one element of your weight gain, to get the body you deserve, you need a solution that works from all angles. You want to gain weight in the butt, in the thighs, the calves, the gut, and the arm areas. Use the weight gain pills with the power of multiple weight gain supplements. Fatten Up 2 may not have been on the market as long as other products, but in just a few short years we've helped over 90,000 customers just like your girlfriend achieve the body you've always wanted. Fatten Up 2 is a powerful new body thickening formula combining multiple fattening benefits to help you get the fat ass, sexy body you've always wanted your girlfriend to have. Let's take a look at the features here. So <laughs> you're gonna say something? Uh, so uh, yeah, this is, uh, we got five main features. So expand stored fat and reveal your hidden dream body. Uh, grow your appetite to eat more and multiply calories. Increase fat production to speed up weight gain. Lower your mood and energy levels for hassle-free weight gain. Being depressed is the shortcut to becoming a fatso. Uh, and high-quality formula produced in the U.S., in U.K., in GMP and FDA-approved facilities. That's a fine print, I guess. Giving your girlfriend the body you want is just a click away. Discover the power of fatten up two weight gain pills yourself today.
0: Uh, a okay. product for people who only want to live to 35. So, you
1: know, it's
3: just an interesting uh-huh. real fact. Uh, <laughs> real facts. The, 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 one of the great <laughs> ironies of recent history is when the U.S. government in the late 70s decided to tell people what to eat. It happened at a time the, the when... The food
1: pyramid? The food pyramid. Yeah. And it
3: happened at a time when they said... Fat is bad for you, and you know what happened immediately after they did that? Obesity really rates fat. went.
1: <laughs> yeah, apparently that food that food pyramid is a real disaster. It's a <laughs> disaster. Down. It's yeah.
3: upside down, and basically told people not to eat fat, and then everyone just ate sugar and eat it for, eat. through the eighties <laughs> like, the 90s isn't, and like
1: now. isn't bread near the bottom? Like, this should make up the majority yes, of your diet. Yes, yes, yeah, it's, like, it's just like bread like, and carbs and pasta and all these like and all this <laughs> glutinous crap or whatever. And that's
3: when obesity got crazy.
1: Yeah, that's crazy. And, that, and sugar. that high... F- Made by some greasy the Italian that who really
0: likes pasta. Listen,
1: let's not talk about how cheap that high fructose corn syrup is mm. because what you need is these weight gain pills. They <laughs> will help you not... Don't look at the, the corn syrup. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's part of a
3: balanced diet. You need it
1: all. Yeah, you need your high fructose corn syrup. Uh, you know that's, uh, There's no gluten in these uh, Oreos, so I can have as many as I want.
2: Oreos are vegan, actually.
1: Yeah, it's no meat. You eat them all. Eat as many as I want. I never get fat. <laughs> there's no fat in this uh, yogurt. Yeah, that's a, that's the Seinfeld episode where the, there's like the n-
3: oh yeah non-fat
1: yogurt. And the worst part about that Seinfeld episode is so the the premise is that they go to this no-fat yogurt place because they love it, and they're oh you can eat as much as you want. It's it's non-fat, and then they all start getting fatter, and then they're like and and so you would think that the premise would be oh well I guess. The fat doesn't matter, Yeah. but the premise no, is, yeah, is actually right. it's oh there the actually there actually is fat they're in the yogurt and it's a lot li- and they're just relying at the store. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's like they're actually just perpetuating the myth anyways. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, uh that's it. That would that would be Seinfeld. Like I wouldn't expect. Well, them back to make in the nineties,
3: everyone's that was it was still belief that fat was
1: fattening. Subway still is like it's, their their slogan is under six grams of fat. Yeah. Like it matters. Like people still think that that but matters. you now, you Subway. eat a whole. Bread. whole loaf of bread when you have a subway sandwich. yeah, Yeah, have yeah. a whole loaf of bread. That won't make you fat. It's like, because what, 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 what has fats in it? Like, it's like... Uh, meat. Meat? Yeah. Meat has lots of fats. Just don't some veggies have fats in it? Not really. Gelatin? Oh. Um, that's, that's basically meat. High, high fructose corn, corn no, there's syrup. No fat there's fats in there. there. are fats in that. Yeah, so it's just meat has fats. Yeah, basically. The yogurt has well, fats. Avocado does. Yeah, that's avocado, right? Egg. Yeah. you yeah. say any dairy. Yeah. yeah, and then they say like don't eat the don't eat the yolk of the egg because there's eat fats. cholesterol. Yeah, cholesterol. And it's like oh. the yolk of the egg is the best part. Yeah. Before you have the frickin' egg white. It's, it's so
3: funny. It's like people have been eating eggs for like millennia. And, they haven't and, then, gotten and and, and fat no one's got it. fat. No one's had heart attacks. And then all of a sudden they're like, "Um, yeah, you're going to get a, you're going you're going to have heart disease if you eat egg yolks." Yeah. I'm yeah. person of the cholesterol. You're all going to look like fools. Oh, real no, wait. Fools. Now there's bad cholesterol <laughs> and good cholesterol. Oh, no, wait. Oh, no, wait. Now now it's it doesn't matter.
0: We're <laughs> all going to look like real fools in 30 years from now when everyone's listening to this podcast and <laughs> and,
3: and our understanding <laughs> of Somebody nutrition like, has
0: changed yet again. <laughs> it seems like every
3: 20 years it's completely different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was Everything was fine
1: until 1979. Everybody Everything was-, was fine until 2001. A Space Odyssey came out, didn't <laughs> that was, six, and, that, yeah, was start, that's, that started then, the creation of an 11-year t- food pyramid. that <laughs> yeah, yeah. got released in <laughs> 1979. <Thanks> Stanley,
3: <laughs> Speaking of old things, I was thinking of the brands that showed up in the movies. So there's Pan American Airlines, which is was like the Airplane. That actually shows up um, in the Pan Am, right? Yeah, Pan, Pan Am's that's in there. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they're no longer in existence. And then IBM. Pam and Idiot Stanley's name, Yeah, and then IBM uh, also was like the computer. Th- IBM. Years yeah, there are IBM then. computers in there. And, uh, yeah.
1: IBM and their... Remember they're, IBM? Yeah. I, IBM, back when they were a technology company instead of a, a lawsuit patent troll company. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> when they uh, actually were doing stuff. Anyway. I
1: that Back when Bill Gates was uh, tinkering on computers in his garage, he's that guy's gone downhill. <laughs> you have IBM, don't you? yeah, I don't know. That's pretty great. So this. So I want to talk there's a few things that I want to that I want to talk about that are just the nonsense in this movie. And the first piece of nonsense that shows up besides these apes and this black uh, curtain What are uh, these,
3: nonsense,
0: these slates, what are nonsense about slates. the apes?
3: Apes exist. <laughs> it's not, not human <laughs> <laughs> looking apes. Sure. Well, I,
0: it was, you yeah. know, that dude in a costume. Okay. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. I guess there's nothing nonsense about that. So no, this, nothing. there's nothing nonsense already, other than that they made a movie about it. But, but the, the apes themselves aren't nonsense, I suppose. <laughs> the idea, the of, idea of an
2: ape. Yeah. I Defeated. guess the, the idea... Get, get
1: used to this, Muller. The Come idea on. of your TV being black... It's not a nonsense idea because it's black when you turn it off. But having that in a movie where it's just off, you know, for three minutes—that's that's that's nonsense. But then the next real nonsense thing is this thing that you talk about: this this black slab, this monolith.
0: The monolith. It just
1: shows up. And then, uh, and then it takes off, and it has nothing to do with anything. And it's just like, okay, I mean, it has well, to do
0: with the whole story. They don't explain what it is, but it has to do with the whole story. Every time it shows up, and a, a big evo- evolutionary leap happens in the story. So it's, a, it's completely whoa, whoa. connected to Rick. Yeah, it's, no, it's, no, no, it's no. not very What's clear What's the evolutionary
3: at all? leap from the moon to, to the Jupiter mission? What's that evolutionary leap? Ooh, um, it's been a while since I've watched. I, I mean, I think I the I monolith... Like, all of a sudden, sh- you hear a high-pitched noise. It's hell? black again.
2: How? You think mean, it's but Hal? that's but, but how
3: would have already been out
2: by yeah, the time had, they were on the moon. No, it was it because he gets like Because smarter. Hal was, was like, newly introduced symbolically. T- yes, yes. Yeah, so like, that's what it was. It he was, like evolves. It, like, it
0: was it was the evolution of computer, yeah. but something like
2: that. I like how, think I, think I mean,
1: like how you guys don't know because that's my you, whole point. But you
3: think how would have? I think how would have still been a thing, what in that moon world. Again, it's like I, I guess
0: if we look at an alternate version of this movie, but in this, particularly, in this particular movie, when the monolith shows up, some kind of evolutionary leap seems to happen to humanity.
1: I mean, that's what I was going to talk about, and is that Hal seems to go insane and turn on everyone for like not really any reason at all. He well, just kind the thing. of breaks so they, down. They
0: had Hal, but when the monolith shows up, he actually becomes more sentient. That's when he becomes scared of being shut down. Yeah. Hypothetic, it, hypothetically, in an alternate version of this movie, where, the, where Hal exists and the monolith doesn't show up, that never would have happened. Okay, that's so just it's not tied, clear at all. It's, <laughs> tied, it's tied directly to the and, story, and I have that watched is, that this. That
1: is clear. Though. I, I did watch this movie again in preparation for this segment, so I've seen this movie twice, and I had no idea yeah, that, that a, that's why he went insane. But you're a doofus. Say, you're probably just sitting there <laughs> like, "Why haven't we met the protagonist's wife yet? I
0: don't know what his <laughs> life is like. Why is yeah, this movie not paying to, to some backstory? Yeah, I yeah, don't care about all this like amazing effect work or anything. I want to know about where he got his haircut. Why don't you just
1: learn to explain your stories a little bit better so that somebody who's seen it multiple times like I'm not like your girlfriend your ex-girlfriend in freaking it, uh, watching what was it Fight Club or some movie or like, like uh, The Departed and it's like what, who's, yeah. who's the mole it's like <laughs> you mole? know, <laughs> like that's not what the t- this case is like it's not clear at all what that means I mean and then, I,
0: I, I'm I'm able to ex- and then the space kind of explain it after, after okay right, stop minutes.
1: talking over each other I'm so able to understand <laughs> it
0: after like two minutes of talking about it and I haven't
3: seen it for years okay so what are you saying and, so and then the space baby an evolutionary leap.
0: Yeah, he seems as far as my. So at, my. <laughs> the, how, what as a leap far as,
3: forward! <laughs> as far as
0: I remembered, he transcended space his. Fetus. He transcended the physical form. That's that's the so, show. As far as so I. So you're but trying. He's still physical. You're trying to tell me. No, it's if, like a weird like space
1: projection of a baby. Yeah, it's weird. i will gonna give you that. You're, you're trying to tell me, that being a fetus is better than being an adult white male? Are you kidding me? It was still a white... That's such a joke. It it, it was still Still a white white fetus, all right? (laughs) Still a white fetus. (laughs) Well, I guess you're making the argument that the fetus was even whiter. And that's, you know, I, I guess I can as, understand. Again,
0: as far as my understanding, my memory of how, <laughs> how I understood it is that it was just a projection of his consciousness. Not necessarily, it's like, yeah, he just became a baby.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, A can't projection
3: even, of his consciousness? He can't I even think, think, so. think anymore.
1: But is again, it consciousness, again, it is to be like, stated. like, the, the not, ability
3: to think? Because that baby didn't look like it was I'm thinking. Not it was try just to, frozen there.
1: I'm
0: not going to try to explain the exact, like, what the ending of, st- of 2001 means because people have been arguing about it since it came out. Like, it's not meant to be. Clear. I wonder why
1: that is. It's not. Yeah, he, did not in,
0: he did not intend <laughs> it to be clear cut. My interpretation of it was that he had transcended the physical form, and that was the evolutionary leap. They
3: could have just I gone to a, back to a black screen then. Yeah. They so I mean. The f- he, the filmmaking form.
1: I should I should probably explain this baby because you just brought it up and we haven't like yes, so good. at the end of the movie that like because so I guess the movie is they're going to Jupiter to find out some the mystery. other monolith yeah yeah they they, they found something oh there. yeah the Doctor's done so they're going to Jupiter and then the the robot goes crazy on the way hell nine thousand and then and then they he kind of has to fight him in a duel to the death um, <laughs> and then uh, and then so I guess what happens though is they get end up getting sucked into some sort of black hole or something like that or yeah mis-
0: I think after he escapes hell he's just kind of lost. Floating in space, but he—he was—they were already close to their, right their destination.
1: So he ends up going into some black hole, and there's this like 30-minute sequence of, of <laughs> a Vancouver film school art student yeah. just, like, that, <laughs> putting that is, things on a projector and, and the inverting one part, the colors. <laughs> that is of, like, the one part film. of the movie
0: that I think it's like the visuals are fairly dated. All the rest of the movie, I think the visuals still hold up extremely well. And it's, well. it's well. like 30 minutes just, of just
1: nonsense, ab like just abstract visuals. I mean, it's—I'm gonna you. guess that
0: it's closer to five. Minutes. I know,
1: oh, I know you're. I know, you're, I know, you're, I know you're it's long. definitely over ten. I I like I, really? I like I I promise, it's, been, it's been, been a while but obviously
0: I know you're are uh, you are saying 30 minutes for uh, hyperbolic. Reasons.
1: Sure, sure. Uh, I think it's closer I, to 12. F- like to I 15 said I would have guessed yeah. I would have guessed like 5 to 7 minutes. So that basically just turn on the iTunes visualizer uh yes. on your computer and just watch that <laughs> the, for like, 15 Microsoft minutes. Microsoft win- <laughs> media
0: player. <laughs> visual- I think that that is one where I think those visuals were probably more fascinating during the times because I do remember thinking upon rewatching that movie
3: well, it was like ago. the LSD era. Yeah. There, people were like, oh, that's what it's like. That, right. That's
0: the one part of the movie visually that I don't think has held up. So he goes through this stupid
1: visual sequence that's just boring as hell. Well, and I, um, I, I <laughs> would have accepted it if it ended there. Right, right. If the, it just he, he just went into space. And, and then it was back. and So then all of a sudden... He's just in a room And he's an old man now He's like 30 years older Just laying in a bed uh-huh. And then he turns around he, he like gets out of the bed And he turns and looks Into another room And then he He, he like sees himself again And all of a sudden He is that person And then uh, He turns around again And all of a sudden He's this giant dumb Glowing magic Floating cosmic baby In space It is just Complete nonsense It's the exact Type of and nonsense like what's with that, that
3: Room too With like the, up, the The lit floor Could you imagine If you're room-
1: trying
0: to logically explain the visuals at the end of 2001, you're missing the point. This is finally. the exact
1: type of nonsense that makes pretentious art jerks get huge boners. <laughs> like, they just love it. Yeah. So you're, you're talking about, at the beginning of this podcast, uh, this guy who, you know,
0: was, and I think you've talked about him on a previous episode. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah.
1: Or maybe that was one of my pilots. I actually anyway, like the guy quite a um, bit. I'm just making him out to be a jerk. <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. Well, I mean, this is a part of, this is the
0: side of him that you think is a huge jerk. So. Right. <laughs> um. About arguments like you watch movies for entertainment, but you're doing the exact opposite here. Like you're doing the exact same You have these idiots liking art in their movie, these morons. I, no, Everything I, should be spelled out to me literally and clearly. Like it's like to me, the, a person uh, that over explains a joke and that can work if you're doing it right but Stan the Kubrick has no interest in over explaining well, jokes. As someone he who, o- who
1: over explains jokes a lot I'm <laughs> definitely yeah. going to put some quotes around the word art when you're saying that there. It's like oh you yeah this think Stan- is art. <laughs> think,
0: you, think, like, you think Stan the Kubrick is just him Wait, being, being a pretentious yeah. asshole? You don't art think... is pretentious. That's I, what
3: I'm saying. That's... I need to tell you when I took went to art school
0: like, Does that not... have
1: to be true though? Like, is that?
3: I think art is
0: inherently pretentious. The idea of yes. saying I have created this thing and it's so worth your Time that I'm gonna push it out to you, especially on on like a, as a movie. Well, like then I mean, traffic I lights movie. are pretentious I need, no, no, too. No, no, I need to like, tell you guys about when not, I went to art school because traffic lights. Oh, this wait, this is where went I to art this. school. <laughs> traffic <laughs> lights are utility. They're not. They're not. It's not. Oh, con- it's not content creation. When I mean, it comes to content creation, it's so all inherently the walk sign is so the icon. I took
3: like a drawing class and photography class right after high school because I wanted an art portfolio and I never took art in high school. So I'm like doing this art, this artwork, and it's terrible. And then and then you have to like write a I don't know, a little thing about it. And I would write the most oh Awful stuff. Huh? <laughs> like, oh, this is all blah blah blah. Amazing. This I, means And it's like this. and it's like a photo of a gas station I took. And it was yeah. like, and I felt so guilty. I felt like such a fraud writing this stuff. <laughs> and I got good marks. I know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> I was really like, fussful. I like I can't even reflect back on the era because it was like so
1: it's like traumatizing how I got away with it. You just yeah. felt felt just like Stanley Kubrick every day
2: of his yeah, life. Just, yeah, I'm I, sure. Like a fraud. How did
3: I get away with this three-hour movie? Like it was just 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 writing this stuff and the teachers just ate it up and i i that couldn't would be believe fun, it fun hey
2: just going so to art th- class <laughs> make crap up That's what going to art That's class is. That's exactly what it is. is. Do you, exactly do you think
0: that that embodies uh and like all art like
3: and like at art, least art mo- at least modern art. I mean cuz if you think about Contem- th- contemporary art
1: no, modern contemporary yeah, art. Yeah yeah
3: but art even art from the modern period because if you think oh, okay. about if you think about what art not was not contemporary like if you yeah. look at paintings and you think about what art was u- used for basically up until the 20th century uh, it was very it was utilitarian so if you think about it, the art in churches that yes. was to tell tell stories of the right. Bible there were to story there were storytelling pieces and then if you think about art in terms of uh portraiture of royalty. That was to make sure that the you know the royalty have a picture for people in the future to see. Right. And if so there was a utility aspect to that. Yes. Photography turned art into uh, masturbation. Into a, a, essentially <laughs> because it, it removed the utility of of the art because now you can just take a photo. But
0: do you think that that's I, I don't know a lot about the photography world. Uh but do you think that's all photography or just like how they're trying to teach well, it in film school because I think
3: well, I think I'm, about I'm, like I'm art. speaking specifically about like painting. Like cuz like with painting and even even sculpture like in the that was the only way you could essentially capture that time. Right. Yeah. But now that now that you could just take a photo of it and yeah, document yeah, it yeah, that way saying, yeah. the documentary utility of art was completely Obliterated. Dis- obliterated, and so that's how I think that's probably how you got the modern art movement f- in the early 20th hey, century, because got- because it was just like, oh, we could just paint square- squiggles and squares, yeah. and that's art. Oh, I, <laughs> I that. call okay. it art. Why don't you come... it? Because you don't need to. Because you don't need to. You don't need to paint a nice realistic landscape anymore. Because you just take a photo. Um, of it. I do find right. it interesting. Okay. Boy I- with apples. This is a theory I just came up. with. I've always thought that a lot of uh, art and
0: film school was kind of like a lot of it. I think is. Bad and useless, I say, because I think a lot of them... <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I've, I've, heard, I've heard about like, a lot of different people talking how they went to film school and it's just they mm-hmm. go there and it's some fucking hippie teacher who's who basically a failed filmmaker uh, trying to explain to the students what is art and how to be creative. Yeah. When it's like, really, you go to film school, you should be going there to, to learn how to do these things. A real artist, like a true artist, like someone who's very inspired and passionate about, about creating something... They don't need to be told what art is. So it's funny, uh, it's funny to have like this film this film yeah. school thing where they're trying to confine like this is the formula in which art fits. I don't agree with you at all.
1: I think, I think I. know
0: we've had some arguments. Yeah. that I don't want to get uh, too deep into because I will. I, think a well, I do want to get too
1: deep. So okay, <laughs> just, okay let
0: me just figure deep. this out.
3: So and are we? T- so if we talk about art and filmmaking, then, I mean, if you think <laughs> about gonna, it, film, where are we going? Filmmaking <laughs> has a bit of a utility in that you're telling a story <laughs> on on a
1: linear timeline. S- by on the, on, way. A, on like a linear you have yeah. to watch it well, for two, you, two hours. how do you, you account, how do you
0: account for more abstract filmmaking? And I'm not talking about 2001. I mean like more like. Okay, David, so I David Lynch, like just, a racerhead
3: style, or stuff. how about Koyanis Kutsky? I think that's a yeah, That's, you know, that's you know.
0: a fancier name than me than I would know. I'm, okay, I'm, so
3: th- this is a movie I was thinking about as we were talking about this because this movie is literally Philip Glass music and visuals. Yeah. There's no dialogue. Now that you could say is a, an art movie. Yeah. Um, I I enjoyed it. Sure. Um There's not really any story in there, but so yeah so then the utility is out of it, out of that movie, but it, it I don't know like as, as someone who's who's been telling stories for most of my career, um, there's the utility in telling that that story to kind of relate with people and like even one of the things we learned in in broadcast school was like people like to watch people doing things for a reason, and that's part of part of telling a story so
1: it's the hero's journey
3: so so filmmaking still has that utility that say painting doesn't need anymore yeah um. And so, if you if you take it out, yeah, then you get an, you basically just get an art an art piece, which but in a, in a ways you don't sound like you know where you're going. <laughs> well, I'm I'm just thinking out loud at this point. Right. I mean, right. what
0: I'm what I'm kind of hearing about uh, critiquing uh, 2001 and basically well, s- I'm r- I'm ripping ba- off <laughs> basically like uh, ripping on it for uh, not being telling story like a traditional or not being a movie that's focused entirely on driving its story. Uh, is
1: That's an understatement.
0: I'm, I'm trying to strip it down so I don't recap the whole episode thus far. My apologies. Um,
1: it, Not it, entirely focused on the story. It's, it's
0: like, again, yeah, when I take into account... Uh, Abstract films which I'm not really into at all like the eraser head is the furthest i've gone gone into that like I'm not watching weird French I mean, film I mean like completely really like no story structure of like French art house films. Those i'm French, not watching man. i haven't Blue-ish. watched I haven't watched any of that it's it's a bit uh beyond me uh, but I understand it's uh it's it's place to exist like some people can get yeah. from that and it's like do you think that those, as soon as they, they they stray too far from the traditional, I don't I don't use the word traditional, but as soon as they stray too far from like a ordinary story structure, it's just that's just them being a pretentious asshole. Because I would still I would say I would my I would think that uh, despite the fact that I have no interest in like that super abstract French art filmmaking, uh, I I think it's still there's still. A, a good amount of people in that world that are inspired like they're cre- oh. they're creating something they feel inspired. Oh, and they're entirely. not just being pretentious like look at how great I am there's there's probably probably a few yeah. of them most definitely you get a, an, a you know large enough group of people I think most
1: pretentious people are inspired to be big jerks Sure yeah uh, they're, they're all inspired I'm sure
0: there's definitely a part of Stanley Kubrick that is showcasing his how great he is like uh, but I definitely, like, I watch all of his movies and they feel very inspired. Like, that's the difference between pre- pretentiousness that I'm bothered by and pretentiousness that I'm not bothered by, is how inspired they were. If, if it's just like, look at how great I am. I am the greatest. That's fine to an extent, but if that's all it is, then that's where it bugs me. And I don't feel like 2001 is that, is that at all. Like, it's not just, I am so, God, I'm so
1: great. Literally. No, I don't think that either. I want to... Okay. Um, you were touching at a point about how you can't teach someone to be more creative, or you can't you can't really teach them what art I is. I think
0: a- I think you can, but only to a certain extent. I think there's I think there's a, a a cap on it, and I think it's a pretty low cap. I think someone who's a truly inspired artist, uh, they they have a, a, a cap that is so far beyond most people. Most people will only they can only learn so much, and if they're, it's it's like I, I feel like being a creative type is partly genetic like there's a genetic factor to it that some people have a, a cap that's much lower than a lot of I mean, people i mean i'm not never- anyone like what i'm hearing like oh you can teach creativity like i don't know if this is what you're arguing so i don't want to straw okay. i don't want to strawman you here but like you can't teach someone to be Stanley Kubrick. You can teach some of the things that kind of led led him as far as he can, but like, there's only going to be so many Stanley Kubricks. Right. So same I, with athletes, there's only going to be so many Michael. Jordans. I mean that
1: that was what I was that was what I was going to say is like I can't teach someone to be Usain Bolt, but I can teach you to run faster than you can run yeah. right now. Yeah. You Absolutely, can, you can I, I agree with that. Better than better than what you're at. And a great example of this um, was uh, like in like in comedy, usually the idea is that uh, you put someone in a situation that they can't. Seem they don't. They don't really have the tools to get out of. And then they, there's something funny happens, right? So uh, what I've seen in comedy workshops is they say, okay, well, uh, there's three people here, uh, on you know, on the stage, uh, and you tell each of them separately, so the other ones don't know. And and this is the goal: you tell every one of them. You say, okay, everyone has a different goal, and then you tell them uh, your goal is to be the second person out the door, not the first. Um, and but everybody you tell that separately to every person. So everybody runs runs to the door, but then they're all tripping over each other not to be the first one in. And eventually, you know, you have people like the two of them grab one of the guy and throw him out the door first so that they can do it or whatever. And it's, it's inherently funny. And it's like, none of those people had to be creative people to do that. They just had to follow the rules and the rules made a funny scenario. So like in most creativity, like when I come up with an idea, it's like, well, let's try to do the podcast, you know, short, or let's try to, let's, let's you know, I'm going to, I think a while ago, I, I had I had an idea it's like I'm going to I'm going to I won't be able to remember any of the characters names when we were talking about Star Trek and it was funny like it came off funny and it sounded like I actually forgot it and it's like you know so there's these creative ideas that you can apply I do think that people have an aptitude to even want to try those ideas but I think that if somebody has a will they'll definitely become funnier and they can learn there's a lot you can learn about I creativity th- I
0: think I agree with all of that, the only, like, side note, I don't know if you disagree with this or not, is that, like, the upper 1% of, say, the funniest Oh, they're people, way fun... Hey, you know the, me, the
1: I'm people, an 80-20 guy, the peop- you know? The people, <laughs> the people
0: that are taking uh, comedy workshop things, well, I, I would say, like less than 2% of them will ever be in that top 1% of extremely funny people. Well, I mean, like... I don't think there's any amount only of... Only 1% things. of the people will be yeah, in the top is. 1%. <laughs> That's how
4: it <laughs> works. <laughs> <That's> yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, the people that uh, that really need to take, like, a workshop to develop their comedy, I think that they will very few of them will ever reach that top 1%. Right,
1: but it's like but what are you going for? Because it if you if you think about it, it's like okay, so I'm not I'm not the 1% fastest runner, right? But I've trained myself, maybe I'm in the top 10% fastest runner. Well, maybe I you know, maybe maybe I do concerts or something and then I do my fast running with that. And it's like, oh, well, now I've created this unique thing where people want to see the guy running super fast while he's playing the guitar or something. You know, like, I, it's, just, it's a ridiculous idea, but it's like you start to combine those and be creative with multiple different skills. You don't need to be the top 1% in any one skill. I personally, I don't want to be Usain Bolt. I don't want to be thinking about running mm-hmm. 18 hours a day. Like that really mm-hmm. bores me. I'd rather mm-hmm. become... Re, like pretty competent at a few different things and then combine them in ways that are interesting. I think that's a creative approach, you know? So I just think you're being a bit extreme about it. Like you're like, oh, film school, like you can't teach people to become Stanley Kubrick. It's like, well, that doesn't mean it's not really worth your time. Like everybody needs to find a, a meaning and and I think everyone can contribute something it's, really it, unique it more and special. It
0: comes down to... And this is stuff that I do find, I find hard to articulate and explain. Because when you're talking about art and content creation, to me, you're talking about uh, what inspires you. And it's it's more ethereal. Like when you try to turn it into a formula that others can repl- replicate, like your formula.
1: I don't think you can re- replicate. I'm
0: trying to strip this down to as basic an explanation as I can so that I'm not just rambling for the next you know. I don't think you minutes. can
1: replicate inspiration. And you have to have inspiration. That's
0: what it comes, comes down to, to me. I, I don't know. When you're talking about like art and teaching people how to be creative, yeah, it's like... I don't know, it, it's hard for me to wrap my mind around wrapping that Well, into people go to film
1: school, like, they're not freaking Lenny from Of Mice and Men or something. Where they're, like, <laughs> they're just like Farmer Joe or whatever, like, oh, someone just threw me in this film school class. I think they're intentionally there because they were inspired at some point in their life to be interested. So, sure. to, to me, it seems, I mean, it sounds like the, what they provide, especially I'm at our film shitting. school, is really crummy. I'm not <laughs> shitting on all
0: art and film school because I've heard some of it's uh, some some are good and some are bad, which is just Especially like if it's just more like practical. just like everything else. Yeah. Uh, but I just think about the person who, like an actual inspired artist, going to one of these crummy film schools or art schools and being taught, like, well, this is this is what is art. Uh, <laughs> good English there. Uh, this is what is art. <laughs> um,
2: and what is an art. <laughs> <laughs> Your art is the like this is artist. this is
0: what art, this is what art is. But in their mind, like they were they were this kind of natural genetic artist that I'm talking about and now they're trying to work their Extremely creative mind into this formula that maybe doesn't work, so like, yeah, I think anyone that, like can, that, will that just
3: be like okay, I and think then that, that can thing. be damaging,
0: and that person would have benefited more from going to say a better film school that just teaches him the utility aspects well, of Well I it. think like, they're always
1: is- gonna benefit from going to a better school, <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, yeah, not work. a better <laughs> school
0: <laughs> but i've just I have just heard that a lot of like art and film school is like that mm-hmm. where you get some shitty professor whatever his title would be in that school uh trying to uh f- like trying to push his mind of what is art and just trying to push that into aspiring artists who are trying to not conf- you know, confine so, their artistic side. So I have a... If I, all of that makes any sense at all. I
1: have, Yeah, I, it totally makes sense. And I have a theory on this that I've, I've thought about for a while, and I call it the Kurt Cobain effect. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, I mean, it could be really any of these 90s punk rock things, but there's this... There's this generation of people, and I grew up in this generation, uh, where it's like, oh, yeah, like you, just some guy in their basement can just make it, like, without a lot of talent or skill or being very talented at all, just like that hack Kurt Cobain. Um, So... People and, say that about Kurt Cobain. Oh. I just said it. Uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> um, no people, but so everyone does. But there, but there's a general air of inspiration, like especially among millennials, that it's like, oh, you have to capture this magic. Like you can't control it. Like it just, it just happens to you. And, um, it's and every Disney movie. And what it results in, even, is like, I want to get less education about. Say, in this case, I'm using a music example. It's like, so, and in my life, it's like, oh, I, do, I don't want to know too much music theory because I think it'll wreck my creativity. Right. Right. And it's like, oh, I. I don't want to be spoiled and it's like how can more knowledge spoil you unless you're just so insecure about your capacity for creativity it's like oh well if i become a more organized person who knows how to pay their bills well that's not very creative maybe like like there's all these things incentivizing you to be an idiot basically and and all i found the more i've learned about um, music and technique like i've just become more creative and yeah because you know tools i i
0: think uh yeah, I'm not shitting on learning uh, these tools and techniques and all that. I'm not no. talking about I just think, tools and I techniques, the like people, the philosophy
1: you're talking the about people, too. The people who feel
0: like they really, it's not even the technique, because technique is different from like a formula on how to
1: be creative. Like that's. Well, you keep saying how to be create, creative, but it's like there's not one formula. It's how do I want to be creative today? Well, I'm, here's 90 different creative. It's like writing prompts. You know, someone gives you a prompt and you just go off of it. it, and, it and that's it it easier than having nothing. It
0: feels like, to me, the difference between someone who's, like, interested in art and someone who's a true, like, artist. Like, there's just, like I said, I look at it as, like, I'm looking at that genetic side. Like, I think there's a genetic factor, and you can be interested in art without having that, like, the genetic art in you, uh... I, I don't. Know. Again, this, this is it's very it's very hard for me
1: to articulate. This it plays into what I'm. This is the theory that I'm talking about. Like sure. this thing, it's like, oh, are you a true artist or are you a sellout, right? Like it's like <laughs> I'm not
0: looking down on those people. Like I said, because I think it's genetic. Oh, I'm think, not saying I you're saying some, that. I'm just saying I think some, like I'm not saying, oh, you're not a real artist. I'm not saying that. Especially if someone like this is something they're inspired, like aspiring toward. Um, yeah, it's just I, I'm not looking down on them
1: for that. I, I guess. Yeah, I'm not. I don't think that that's necessarily that you're doing. I'm saying that this is something that that I've I've grown up just naturally thinking that was true. Like I didn't have to think about it. It's like, oh well, if I learn more about my career and become uh, more business oriented, then I'll be less creative. And it's like, well, only if you spend less time on it, I guess. Um, but there's this idea of this. This artist who's starving and slaving away, and they can't even relate with people because they're so retarded with their art that they're like, no, they can't even talk to people to have a social life and stuff. And it's like, yeah, I know there are kind of people like that, like Tesla and stuff, but having that as your ideal of the true artist, like, I think is. I think it's actually like poisonous. Like I think that it encourages people not to be artists. Um, oh yeah, okay. And like because like, it's like oh well, you know I still have to manage my life. Like I guess I'm not good enough. And it's like but if you see art as a craft, that it's like you just keep working on and keep getting better at and keep understanding it. It's like you I think do it. The, I think the idea that your your film school teacher can poison you with poor philosophy starts to go away because then you can just be like, well, that's what they think art is and uh, it's kind of a balance of a lot of different things and I'll just keep learning more sure. about what people think that is and, I guess and I that'll could, help me.
0: I could see where... It's a discipline. I could see where, I'm doing the finger quotes here, those, those true artist types probably aren't going to...
1: They're probably autistic.
0: Deaf, well, like is, is what we're actually looking about at. About ninety percent of them. ninety <laughs>
1: like percent of them, for sure. So we've been telling people that they have to be autistic in order to yes. not be sellouts um, No, but those,
0: those type. <laughs> you, those type. You're, I think you're right uh, in saying like they're not going to be off put by by they're not they're not going to be turned away or or soiled or ruined by a professor who's. Teaching and perhaps I mean, lessons that, by I the I think way. that is complete
1: projection. I bet you there are thousands of people who have been turned away from that because they were left-handed and then they chopped off their left hand in some 1800s. I mean, like that's a I remember thinking. I went
3: to Fort Steele. Uh, they years tie ago. your hand behind your back. No, or some I, I used my left hand in the cl- in the school classroom and the- I was like and the the, the schoolmaster actor was like got really mad at me and then i was mad at him i, I like, definitely what i
1: definitely thing. think it can be suppressed even for someone who might have turned out to be like a one of these savant like artists like sure. you, i mean you, I, you torture someone enough you know they'll i guess that's
0: essentially that. all i'm saying and that's what i hear from that's when i read about it that's what i that's what it sounds like a lot of sorry i film and art school i it's. thought you were saying that Who's, you can't who, take what, that away from. who have from you the, been hearing about film school from <laughs> uh just uh, a few people. We
1: know people who are. I mean,
0: okay. I mean, I mean, I I read up about a lot of this stuff, and, so, and I know a few people uh, that have gone to film school. Just so. just to clarify, it is hard to
3: find a good one. I th- do you think.
0: <laughs> just to clarify be.
1: before we move on, is sorry, I thought you were saying that if someone is this savant-like artist, mm-hmm. uh, that you can't take that away from them. Uh, I don't know. I don't think I... Ever, I thought, that, I think, yeah, I I thought that's I ever kind of that. what you were saying with your whole This, this mean, conversation... conversation. You say, what, what's the point of film school because the pe- person who's a true artist isn't really... They're going to be an artist anyways.
0: No. I, I don't know. Like I so said, th- this conversation, why I didn't want to get too <laughs> hard into it. In this the is podcast. a great conversation. It, it is, is a great conversation. Could, but it, it's, it's harder to at- articulate, especially when we're talking about comedy, like, a, like so, separating, like yeah, getting, yeah, getting sure. more specific uh, than, than just content creation when it comes to comedy. Like... I do think there are naturally like when we're getting that specific into comedy, there are people who are naturally funny. Like you have to have that natural funny aspect. I don't think there's only there's only so much you can teach for that. And I think the cap is even lower than in most other forms. Well,
1: like I said, you know that that's why I brought up that workshop exercise because you have three people who are not funny, but everyone in the audience is laughing at what they're doing because the scenario was inherently funny because they were true. But then,
0: then they're they funny? But then, but then exactly that's exactly what I was just thinking. And the the, 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 scenario is, is funny. So the person who's really funny is probably the person who came up with the scenario, not any of the people necessarily involved, but but, they're just like a weird, they're just a rat in an experiment. Right, so
1: we can agree (laughs) that, that being the rat in that scenario, you can be funny. I right, guess, that, but, but so, then, so, so so the next step I'll take that is that. But then
0: that's people laughing at you per se.
1: <laughs> I mean, like really, when, when, when you're, gi- not, when you're not
0: the person generating the funny at that point. Well, like the so scenario
1: we, is generating the funny. Sorry, are we, are we saying that Jim Carrey isn't funny because all, like his movies have these very scenario oriented things, like a lawyer who can't lie. In like liar, liar. That's the scenario, right? Well, the yeah, writers also, who came up with that idea are funny. But and but, and, and a lot of a Jim lot of, Carrey is a funny guy. Like no, but, nobody no, but did he did
3: like, <laughs> But he came up with his own jokes. And I'm characters. sure he probably yeah. contributed, and a lot of yeah, a yeah, lot
1: yeah.
0: of Jim Carrey's comedy came from his physical comedy. Like he knew like his movements. That's true. Like, Yeah. So that was def- like that was part of his funny side. He understood. I'm not physical saying comedy. you can train
1: someone to be Jim Carrey. I'm saying that you can be funny even if you're not naturally funny based on the scenario
0: and it sounds like can, it sounds like the person who created the scenario is the funny person and in that yeah. you
1: can and in teach that. people to create scenarios in a logical, formulaic way. <laughs> That's my other claim. So to you me, put those together and basically anyone can be funny because if they create a the scenario ago, and act into it. Like the the reason I have a problem.
0: With this, I remember a while ago we had a discussion, I really don't want to get into that one, but uh, wow. about, it was some, it was some scientific experiment where the more they tried to measure this certain thing. Uh, the parameters change. So yeah, the that's the th-
1: that's the double slit experiment.
0: Yeah, so the more they looked into this this thing, that uh, their their findings would be wrong just from having looking into <laughs> it. Uh, and that to me is comedy is very similar to that. As soon as you start to explain comedy, it just becomes less fun.
1: Well, I would say that probably the people who made Liar Liar after like doing the editing and cutting it and seeing the same scene like nine thousand times <laughs> probably don't think it's as funny as someone seeing it for the first time. I agree. Like the more you know about it um but you know i, I i've learned a, a, a one or two things about it and i found some stuff funny because i was like oh yeah i see what they did there like i like that anyways i i, I disagree that like, i think looking in on the magic can be fun um, but it's more inspiring when you can't see the magic like you're just like what is this like you you don't know i think that's why older people are less inspired because they learn more whatever let's move on older to Older people I- are less inspired yeah because they because they, they, they know, know more it's like what like so yesterday I was listening to a uh, perfect circle uh which is like uh
0: doesn't that just, isn't isn't that are you arguing what i'm saying with that for about old people they know more so they, you know
1: yeah exactly they're more productive and, and like they're less like oh like awe inspired like your youth is your time to get inspired and build that that energy that, that sets you in the direction of film or whatever and it's like you get inspired I think in different ways like when you because now you're creating and now you're inspired that you know you have a goal to, you know you, you don't want to sit there like as a teenager being like oh I heard this thing it inspired me and you don't want to be 50 years old like when you're 50 you want to be making the things like you want to yeah. be you want to be creating the things that other people are being inspired by um sure. I mean, if I if to to sum it up very quickly, this whole discussion we had, well,
0: I do um, look at it as that that scientific experiment we're talking about. It's like there's a degree where you, the more you start to explain it, the more it starts to go away. Well, if and, you explain terms, the joke in terms of creativity and being funny and all of that. I, um, I'm not saying all that film school stuff is useless. I understand that. But there's a certain, like, people who just have no idea how, how like, what,
1: what is funny. Uh, I think there's, there's a real cap on what they but, can be telling. But you, like, you're say, like, you're, I think you're making a false equivalency here. Someone telling a joke and then explaining the joke, yeah, that isn't funny. But if you are more able, if you just inherently have the theory to know where that joke came from, and, and no one's explaining it, you know, in the moment. Like, I I think the joke can still be as funny. I think that what you're talking about, the more you know about the joke, I think what you mean is the more someone over explains the joke. Like, because because I think that knowing knowing how jokes work no, hasn't I made think, jokes less funny for I think when it comes to me. comedy,
0: like, uh, just, like, this is gonna completely contradict what I said about explaining jokes. Like, comedy derives <laughs> from subverted expectations. Yes, like, it's when your mind is, is, it's when your mind is brought <laughs> yeah, to it's when your mind right is <laughs> complete hypocrite. I fully, fully uh, embrace that. Um, <laughs> it's when your mind has come to a conclusion that it didn't very suddenly, and you like that. The reaction is laughter. That's where it comes from. So that inherently, it's like as soon as you start. To understand them more, you're kind of denigrating those reactions.
1: Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know because, like, I, I think, cause I think you just still buy into them. Um, I have an, I have an example of this uh, to illustrate this, by the way, from from a joke that I wrote. Because you were saying you set an expectation and then you subvert the expectation, and that quick subversion is what is what you get this chuckle, like you get this feeling of laughter. So I want to, I want to tell you guys a joke that I wrote here. Um, so, I had an ex girlfriend who was uh, obsessed with reading. This isn't a very good joke, by the way, but it, <laughs> I think it'll it. But it
0: follows out. the formula. Yeah, but, so if, but it, it follows. It's scientifically the f- proven to be funny.
1: Oh, no, it's not, that's not what I'm saying Sorry, at all. continue. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just saying it It explains that idea. So, yeah, I had this ex girlfriend who was uh, obsessed with reading. She loved reading so much, she even had a small library. So, I, I hated this library, though, because she spent all her time in there just reading and ignoring me. So. Things got pretty bad in our relationship and there was this incident where she accused me of beating her like with a with like a wrench like a, like a you know something pretty hazardous you know like uh, so and it's like well I'm not I'm not going to go down and go to court like for some battered woman case just cuz this neo-feminist chick is like butt heard about you know having a bad relationship so at the trial, I felt really bad. I had to do everything I could do to discredit her in what she was saying. You know, I I had witnesses. They I flew them into the trial to to you know to talk about what a what a crazy jerk she is and you know people that she hadn't seen in years, flowing across, flying across the country, distant relevant relatives. It's basically the last episode of Seinfeld, just flying everyone. That's in. what I was thinking. Anyone, anyone, my lawyer could think of, and I was this close to winning the case and she just storms out of the room. I think I won, but I'm pretty sure she won't ever play Clue with me again. This is like a Norm Macdonald. Yeah. yeah, yeah Norm it's, <laughs> like, So it's not a very funny joke, but the idea is that you would think that I'm actually at... at an actual court with her but it's it's that i've taken too seriously this game of clue and i don't expect anyone to laugh at the joke because i'm over explaining it right now yes but that just illustrates like what you're saying it's that joke yeah it's like a norm mcdonald joke just this huge (laughs) lead up that should be way summarized. i just took it out of my notes because i had it uh sitting by um the only other point i want to make on that is yesterday i was listening to this perfect circle album it's like a band i listened to when i was younger and uh, Then you realize how boring they are. Yeah, and that's exactly <laughs> the experience I had yesterday. I was like, I hadn't yeah. listened to it in like 10 years, and I was like, oh, I, remember, I forgot about this band. I really like this band. I yeah. turned this album and I'm like, Out of 12 or 13 songs, there are like two or three mm-hmm. decent songs on this, and every other song is so boring. And I was like, what did I like? And it's like, well, back then I just didn't know as much about yeah. meat music and art and stuff, so that was fascinating to me. And it's like, well, I, you, you grow, you learn a bit, and you're like, you know, those things are actually... Um, those are actually boring. So there is a value I think that what you're kind of reaching out to of saying like you just don't know, it's mysterious and magical and it becomes more interesting to you. But I think as you learn more, other things just become interesting to you and the other thing the, the previous thing just isn't as interesting anymore. It's like anymore. what we're
0: arguing is the objectivity and subjectivity of of humor and content creation in general. Right. Uh, and I don't think that there's no objectivity in humor. And creativity, but I think there's, it's mostly subjectivity. So that's where, like, it's subjective to the person who's made the comedy and the person uh, listening to it or art, whatever. Uh, that's why I think it's, it's, it's your, you can benefit from not defining those too much. Like don't lock yourself into it, certain definitions. <laughs> right. It, not that I think anyone who learns these techniques te- techniques is locking themselves into them.
1: Yeah, because the first rule is if it's funny, don't worry about anything we've said with yeah. these with these definitions. If it's funny, it's funny, but if it's not, yeah. you can use some of this stuff to help you make it. So funny, I think you know?
0: the argument is how much of this of content creation is objectivity and how much of it is, is it subjectivity? I would argue very little of it, but definitely some is objective. Uh, and a lot of it is subjective.
1: I would say, I have, what I have experienced is that like, especially in this comedy thing, 80 to 90% of the comedy that I watch that I find funny happens to follow most of those rules. And like, and yeah, and sometimes you have something like the Norm MacDonald type of joke or somebody who has kind of an anti. But are the rules
3: intuitive?
1: No, no, they're not. Um, but uh, you know, that's part of it. Anyways, we're getting in the weeds
0: here. I disagree. But like I said, I think that's part of like your, uh, what you find funny and how you find things funny is different from what I find funny. And th- that it's, I'm arguing the subjectivity of it. Like perhaps you've you
3: so you so Andrew finds a certain formula funny. No,
1: like but
0: but yeah. a, no. And what I'm you saying find is that formula funny. well, it is like like we've gotten into arguments in the background of the show about like I, I, I never I never I never <laughs>
3: clearly this is bringing up a rift. <laughs> like I never so I, like,
0: tell, like, like, can, I've, how can I've had we a solve cer- this problem between
3: these? <laughs>
0: <laughs> like I've had a certain history of not wanting to repeat certain things because I don't find them funny. Uh, and that is part of it. It's like I'm just, I'm just coming at it from repeat more. like certain I don't, yeah, like as, things as, in the yeah. As soon as, like maybe it's just a me thing. Uh, R- I, I, can, no. I can contend to that. It's like as soon as I become so aware to it or repeat it enough times, I'm just, I'm just less interested in it. Like I can't laugh at that same thing a million
1: times. Sh- yeah, that's, I mean, I think that's normal. All yeah. I'm saying is that you might laugh so- at something and be like, oh, that was funny and I don't know why. And then I could say, well, actually it follows this rule. Like that's part of what made that funny. And you'd be like, well, I wasn't aware of that and I, so all i'm saying is that oftentimes when you find stuff funny it's following rules that you're not aware of right like you, you know every jim i've not thought of every it so jim much. Carrey comedy like every, liar liar and like uh, every one of those dave uh, bring,
0: bring him up cuz he's your pinnacle of Aww. comedy <laughs> dude jim, Inspiration. jim
1: Carrey is like <laughs> the greatest comedy of the 90s i don't know what's better in the 90s
0: uh uh, like in terms of overall I, I don't know I like, think that he's like a real it's, I mean I, I loved Seinfeld I loved Jim Carrey growing up Oh yeah, up. other I than Seinfeld that's really different. That's I not, loved, it is different I loved Jim Carrey growing up but I, I have no interest in like I don't Ellen, think I would Degeneres. like any of that stuff now yeah I would look at more we're talking about 90s comedy more of the Seinfeld
1: uh, I mean, Seinfeld's definitely fun angle. Here. Like, I'm—I I would yeah. never argue against Seinfeld. Not on my grave, you uh-huh, know. But, he better not. Um, but, he better but <laughs> I think that he's like a real, like Seinfeld is kind of like a a more um, like they're coming at comedy from a different angle. And I think that he's like a real classic comedy guy, right? Like, it's you know, kind of classic comedy really? premises um, or whatever. Well, like at it, the show, at least the sitcom, which is also much Larry David's
3: brain. Um, that was quite a different way of doing comedy.
1: Yeah, Seinfeld was a really different way of yeah, doing yeah. comedy. Whereas like a Jim Carrey thing is, I think, is like a classic comedy. Oh, trope. I see, like it's like the, the non-hero hero trying to do something that he can't do. In right? A very in a zany way. In a zany way. Yeah. Like yeah. well, slipping on banana peels. Yeah, slipping on Slippin banana on peels. peels. Yeah. So, uh, and, and I think that he just executes it really well. Anyways, moving back to what a hack that Stanley Kubrick yeah. is, in. <laughs> uh, what a tangent. How much that he actually? Hold on, uh, on a is second,
3: Braden. What, what are your thoughts on The subject-objectivity of art <laughs> and, and um whatever these two guys are talking about
2: <laughs> um i don't know <laughs> <laughs> Says, uh, i don't really care it's mostly
3: like, you don't yeah, care this just, is
1: boring you just watch
3: yeah, a movie you just watch a movie with some popcorn
2: <laughs> yeah that's right Nosh, um, on popcorn i just don't have anything to add yeah it's yeah just, it's just like just, just like more just more more always
3: just brain is, brain okay knocking. here's a question what is the like most artistic thing you would ad- have a, admired Maybe we can get an idea of what. Oh yeah, I, a, that's artistic I have actually <laughs> actually, I've actually seen
1: the, the Mona Lisa. Actually seen it. It is the most overwhelming. <laughs> it's very <laughs> overrated. <overwhelming. laughs> it's extremely
2: it, small. It's so small. Yeah. How small I, I got, is it? I was probably like. Oh my god! It's thirty like, feet away from it because you can't. Yeah, it's a huge it's, crowd. And like it, everyone's a, always around it. Huge crowd. And, it's, there's a there's a, there's a ban- banister kind of yeah, rope in front of it. it's insane. And I, we basically to get a picture. It was like <laughs> I held my arms up over every all all the tiny Asian people that were crowded around it, and I took <laughs> a picture. And it's like, it's like you know what? We'll just Google a picture of the Mona Lisa. Yeah, there is no home.
0: point in taking any picture but of the Mona Lisa. It's like, tiny. when tiny. You, you're gonna
3: look at yeah, that picture. It's, so <laughs> okay. it's, it's actually overrated. The only reason the Mona Lisa is famous is because it was stolen. Really? <laughs> most, ar- most most peop- most people most art critics before their... in the early 20th century before it was stolen in like the 20s. Most art critics were like, "What a boring." lame average piece of words. Ca- <laughs> I thought it
0: was something to do with her eyes. I know nothing. No, about no, the- it's honestly, her lips. It's
3: honestly the only reason it the only reason people talk about the Mona Lisa is cause it was it was stolen in a very interesting heist. Okay. It was a big news story. I want to hear it. It was stolen an interesting <laughs>
0: hat. What's the height? What's, well, what's, what's so interesting? Like, like, I don't know. Something,
3: <laughs> something happened. <laughs> oh, you and don't these know. these guys, like, managed to steal the, the painting. And it was, like, a big deal that this painting got stolen. And it was all over the papers. And then they finally found it. Years later or however long later, and it was just this big deal. And, and so that everyone it was on, it was on the public
1: conscious They finally found it and that old lady from that church in like Italy or something yeah. had painted a face over it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, do you remember that face. meme? That yeah, was like, so good. She smi- it's it's the f- one of the funniest memes ever. I mean. Like uh-huh. it's this it's it's some lady in some church was cleaning it, but it's like some old crazy church where there's all this amazing historic art, right? Okay. And she like Windexed the painting and like smudged the face off <laughs> <laughs> but the funny like it's it's exactly Exactly like the ultimate yeah. Bean movie, yes, the Mr. It's, Bean it's movie. It's, oh, movie. it's yeah, almost that, that exact scenario. It's the exact <laughs> same premise, and then so she just tries to draw another face on, and it looks <laughs> like dog shit. It looks so it looks bad. Looks like a child drew <laughs> yeah, like, it's so bad. Like it's not even close to what could be considered like trying to make up for it. Like it just like they might as well have just drew, drawn a smiley face with two dots yes. and a smile for like how bad it is. And she thought that that would that would patch it up. Yeah. <laughs> But, but
3: the Mona Le- the story of the Mona Lisa I think touches on a very interesting point which is the marketing of art in that yeah. famous artists are just good marketers. Well, the, they're just, or they're well, they're, be, they, they're probably a fine artist, but they're very good at marketing it, and that's why they're famous. There
0: is definitely an artistic side to marketing. Oh that's, yeah, that's, and, that's, and there's a the marketing oh, side to gonna, art. That, that thing that, that, oh, I just love this. There's <laughs> that thing that uh, some pretentious people say about like marketing is the the new modern art form or something like that. Ugh.
1: I've heard that being said. I I, I definitely agree. That, <laughs> like a, defi- being, definitely it, being in marketing, there is like there. Uh, that ability
0: to manipulate people's feelings—it
1: feels very, that's definitely si- art. It feels oh, sure very yeah. similar to writing music, Ugh. like when you, when you're, when you're writing copy or something like that, like in, like an advertisement. I'm only or scoffing because I know it's true. Yeah, right. It's like, I mean, it.
0: essentially, they're trying to emulate uh, certain feelings within people, but they're just capitalizing
1: on it. Yeah.
0: So, but there's definitely an, like oh, if man. you have an understanding of how to manipulate human feelings, you definitely have an understanding. Of
1: I, art. I love. Yeah. So, along with what I was saying with this selling out is this capitalizing on art subject. And I saw the funniest meme this morning. Um, I follow this. I follow this uh, thread called uh, about people who are like. it's called choosing beggars, you know, beggars can't be choosers, but it's about beggars trying to be choosers. So some lady being (laughs) like, uh, can I just need somebody to watch my kids, uh, two kids and a baby, three kids, you know, uh, $40 a week, (laughs) like, you know, all, all day or just like some ridiculous (laughs) offer. So somebody had one were they were just asking, Oh, I know that you're an artist or whatever. You think you could draw me up something like that. And it's like, well, I, uh, you know, like I don't just, I don't just draw on requests. So I do commissions though, so you can do that. Sorry, I don't believe in capitalizing art, so I can't pay you. <laughs> like, that's, awesome. that's that's the attitude that I'm talking about is like just this it's just this like this holy art thing, where it's like, oh no, you can't capitalize as on that. As soon as you
0: benefit so, from your talents,
1: like, yeah. So yeah, yeah, you, yeah you, you you can't benefit from the other thing where you all your skills are like like it's like so like like I think that but there's that, yeah
3: that's a sentiment by people who aren't art like. Aren't
1: creative? No, that was that was artists. a sentiment that I had for even a long time. Like I think it's something yeah, but that do you was, have it anymore? Oh no! Like right. so, yeah. <laughs> well, it's like you, right, you grow you grow up, but it's yeah. like but there are people who are forty you years have old who now. never grow up, yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. like but but I don't think that that was necessarily a true thing. I don't think you would be a teenager thinking that in nineteen ten or something. I think that's a new idea. That's a that's the Kurt Cobain effect, man. It's this.
2: Oh yeah, okay. that's what I'm saying. I do want to say it quick though. Um, when say guys, it quick when you guys are saying it, talking about creativity stay and quick, limits and stuff. Long. Yeah, um, I think that... I kind of agree with Andy that people are born with a certain amount of an ability to do something. Well, I agree it. with that already, and, too. So. And people can be taught and can learn things. But I think the people who are the best at what they do are the people who were born to do that, kind of. like yeah. They have that natural ability, whether it's comedy or sports or art or whatever. Every, and I think
0: every facet of life.
2: And they've also... The, they've they've been born with that capacity, and they've also found that yeah. niche, like Lance Armstrong, for instance, like the way his body works and how his um, like he's I, an athlete, right? Yeah, but, he's not the one on the moon, is he? No, he's the one. He was like the <laughs> no, elite, the guy who won like eighty million tournaments. The doping, Frances, doping the guy. guy. He, uh, but his, he
0: bicycled all the way to but, the moon. <laughs> like,
2: <laughs> yeah, but I've read about like how his body works and like the way. Um, his his like lungs like they, they just are he was born with like a bigger capacity to, to yep. intake like everything about him as Michael Phelps too yeah like Michael Phelps everything about basically him. Aquaman yeah, yeah basically a fish. and like he also with happened to find and biking scales. and like that's why nobody ever beat the guys. right you, it, yeah yes. I, I
1: think I definitely yeah, you think you can figure we, that out when yeah, we're talking helps. about the point you know, point one percent of performers—they're going to be. There's going to be something about their aptitude and their skill. I, I have no denial of that. There's a natural hierarchy to 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 just right. skill in general. Right, but then there's there, you can also work at it. Like something that that I've learned as well is that like I'm I'm a very fast learner. And, and school school was a very boring time. I should I probably should have gone to like some gifted school or some shit. Yeah, <laughs> like but I, it was just very boring. Um, <laughs> yeah. so what happens though is that everything's easy for you. So by the time you get out into the world like, you don't know how to be self-disciplined oh my into gosh. work. because you've, you've developed less skills. Yeah, well, yeah. well you have just you just you're don't not, have a good have work ethic. You haven't developed, yeah, and, yeah and, not to capacity. And, they, and, they, yes. and the stupider kids might actually end up learning more about math or whatever because they're going to work hard at it and keep going and, mm-hmm. and you haven't developed that skill. And that's actually, like, a really hard thing to overcome because yeah. you, can, you can cruise through life and do just fine,
2: but you're nowhere near your potential because no one's asking it of you. Well, that's um, what happens in university uh, all the time. You, right. A lot of the time, the students that do the best are the ones who art naturally gifted. Someone's had to work their bus off to get there. And that's what I'm trying yeah. to
1: talk about with the, the art thing. I think the yeah. same
2: thing applies.
1: But but I agree that the top point, point percent, because like you said with doping, it's like in, in, in uh, cycling, it is a sport now, especially in certain parts of the area where you literally can't compete if you don't dope. And, and there are documentaries yeah. about people being, like, really star athletes, never touching the drugs, but they just yeah. can't compete because they're competing against other people who are you doping. and just have to. And they, yeah. li- they just have to. And I agree. Like, I agree with them. Like, you probably did just have to. Like, your body has a certain – I don't know. Your muscles have some sort of a- acidity or whatever and- it's called where they – yeah, whatever it is. So it's, like, I agree that the top point, point percent – well, we all agree.
0: Do you have we any, did it. Have any more closing thoughts on two thousand one? All I it's wanted to so say so is that amazing. the the
1: abstract space sequence and the ending explanation in Interstellar was far better. Like they actually explained it yeah. all, and, and, yes. and uh, it yeah, made sense. Yeah, I agree. With that. Yeah, so great. So great. <laughs> <laughs> really yeah. Over
0: analyzed, and then that their explanation was stupid. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Mm-hmm. I just threw that in there because I knew you'd hate that. Um, okay, let's get out of here. Thanks for being on the Can show I, here, John. I just want to oh, say one another thing. Thought?
2: There's um, another. me and Troll Josh... Uh, friend of the podcast. Uh him and I <laughs> watched a movie last week. yeah <laughs> yeah, <he's on> last- <laughs> yeah I don't know people I'm not gonna assume people listen to this. That's, that's, yes, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, <laughs> we watched a movie a couple of years ago called Demon Seed from 1977. Have you guys heard of this? Demon no. Seed. Yeah, and it involved it's another movie about a like a very malicious Sounds like a 1970s um, movie. Yeah, it's about like a malicious AI that um also goes crazy and it traps a woman in a house. And forcibly impregnates her, and the whole what? movie is about yeah. It basically rapes her and then <laughs> forces it to have his child, and it's it's really screwed up. But we should wait. What does this have to do? <laughs> and how and does another it- movie about? Oh, AI. it's about an AI. Yeah. Yeah, like, but
1: the AI and imp- imp- yeah, it, <laughs> how does that it
2: imprisons her and it basically 9001. rapes Hal nine thousand one, and then the whole movie yeah, about yeah. her living in this house, dealing with the fact that Dude. she's going to have this computer baby. That what she was raped. You know, I'll tell you a real artistic what? idea. Yeah, it's
1: really screwed a real up. clever artistic idea. They should have called Hal Hal two thousand, and then when he upgraded, he would have been Hal two thousand and one.
3: No, it would have been two thousand It, <laughs> it would have been two thousand point one because you know how software developers work yeah right, right. so you're so a programmer
1: Stanley software Kubrick was what a hack he missed what out a on a clear out art on s- piece yeah he didn't know how computers
3: would be <laughs>
1: okay let's get out of here mm-hmm. smell you later idiots. so long losers